What's up, everyone? Welcome. We are in person <clears throat> doing this live. This new episode 167. I'll bridge the gap. We have 7:30 from did. regulators in here. It's the first like in-person one we've really done in a hot, hot minute. You can tell by my lack of like real setup in here. Nah, it's dope though. It's dope. Yeah. It's real. It's natural. You know what I mean? Nah, I like it a lot. I realize one day we'll get the not at home studio, but for now we're rolling it in here. It is natural as vibes. what we need. And yo, it's super great to have y'all here with us. I know, like a lot of y'all, you're curious about 730. Come you're on. curious about the man. If you're like me, he just appeared on the scene one day. He probably gave you some clothing slash sold you some clothing. Was out there. Next thing you knew, everybody around is wearing this Regulators brand. You're like, what's going on with this? Where did this come from? You know it. How did this even happen? And the next uh, thing you salute. know, the music starts happening. They start getting on these stages, salute. dominating and all this. And arguably, if you Google 730 or Regulators, there's not a lot of results because they're not the easiest terms to s- filter nope. through the internet on. If if you if you do Google uh, Vilda Regulators, we do pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's hard. Because that's where the city is. We regulate the whole city. You know what I mean? Vilda Regulators. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. So basically, we like to go through the live stories of people over here, and we do have a proper opening question to start the tone. But in order for that to make sense, what we need to know is where you start your life as the youngest version of you that you can remember. Um. You know, for me to remember, I could say St. Henry. You know what I mean? Three years old. So you were like born in Montreal. Definitely born in Montreal. All right. So St. Henry-ish area. Cool. And that's going to make sense with this this opening question. So it's a bit of a story. And it starts off with my girl, Bonnie. She'd be washing the dishes one time. And she got her phone open. And she's playing that Black Eyed Peas song. I got a feeling. (laughs) She's vibing. Okay. She's dancing. And I'm looking at her like, what in the fuck did this song become chores music? Because, okay. like, if you think about this track and run it back to, like, 2010, it's, like, that middle-of-the-night banger. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody's Pop having a pills. wonderful time. Let's be We're honest. All Popping pills. That was less my life, but <laughs> you're, the fir- you're the first person to say that. Like, <laughs> 2010, popping pills. He was out pills, there. Having um, life. Having life like a youngin. <laughs> 10 years, 11 years goes Ugh. by. This song now becomes that kind of track that you put on when you're washing dishes or you're at the gym or something and you're trying to go back to those glory days while accepting uh, the current days that we have yeah, right now. I ain't going back to those days, but yeah, I hear you. Get you get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a unique story. All right. So but with that, it's like the song doesn't change at all, right? The mm. song stays the same. Oh, it got, it got a hit. And uh, we, though, change so much in life that when we hear the song, its place in our life evolves with us, which got me thinking about the journey of music and stuff. Like, you got all these young ones running around bumping drill. They don't know that they're washing dishes to drill in 15 years. They don't, they don't know that that's their future. And Technically got, speaking. And then they don't get, they did that. And it got me thinking about interviews and stuff. When you talk to most rappers or most artists and you see how most of this plays out, everybody seems to be 11 years old when they first start writing rhymes and there's nothing that ever happened in their life before. There's no music. There's no nothing. That makes no sense to me because mm. I can remember being like super young or, you know, being five years old up in the crib in Coast St. Luke. My dad's got the the great boxes, the amp, the preamp, the tape deck, the radio, all that. The whole with setup. The whole, the whole know, surround yeah. sound all around the room. But does, does, does he still have the screens on the speaker or does he have the screens off? Does he want to hear that thumb? 
Or does he want I think to... he had the screens on. I think we had oh, limits. No. We had limits. Yeah, we you know, wanted the screens Living on. in the apartment. He yeah. did as much as he was allowed. I do know that he put crazy money into getting the loudest motherfuckers that he could get at. Like crazy. He would find dudes that were like moving them on the low. All that shit. But, yo, I remember vividly at the Led Zeppelins and all of that kind of shit. That was the daytime. The Krista Bergs. The, it's over here. Yo, the Christenbergs, all that shit. Then at the nighttime, it was all that EDMs, the technos, all the stuff that got played over the radio. My mom, she had like discos and musicals and all of this other kinds of vibes and shit. Just different vibes for different times of day and different sounds. But what was important is I chose none of it, but I listened to all of it because I was like five years old. Oh, big difference for me. I was. That's why we we started this. We wanted to run it back to you being the youngest, seven thirty. You could remember being, and tell us a little bit what it sounded like to be you. Well, definitely like cool in the gang. You know what I mean, Curtis Blow. My my my, my parents is hip hop heads, right? My parents is hip hop heads, disco heads. You know what I mean? Like they wanted to dance, so it's like early on. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, for real, Curtis Blow, cool in the gang. Uh, uh, Flash and Furious Five, you know what I mean? Like so I, I was, I was on the hip hop early. You know was what I mean? they like busting out the vinyls and all that tape? That vinyl tape? Yeah, I was born '84, so me born '84, I've had, I've had, you know, what I mean, the origins to it right from the beginning, so, right from the beginning. You know what I mean? So like when it jumped to CDs, like, oh man, I remember like bust the CD. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Oh, my dad would kill that, and then like fast forward a couple years past that. The Slim Shady CD. My dad would kill that. You know what I mean? Like, so I went through the the eras. You were just allowed to listen to everything. Yo, what's up, Gene? It's good to see you here. Definitely. There's a whole bunch of Pink Floyd. There's Super Tramp. You know what I mean? Okay, so it's like all kinds of everything. Music. Diana Ross. Anything you could think of. Michael Jackson, Jackson Five. All that. You know what I mean? I think your parents would be playing this all the time. Yeah. So. And then like, okay, so now Sunday's cleanup day. Like how you say about chores. Psst. You don't know what my parents are about to put on. Bob Marley. You know what I mean? You can have anything. It's what they decided for the week. It wasn't my choice. Right. But now, I appreciate it. Because I can listen to anything now. You know what I mean? And as, actually, growing up, I could listen to anything. I'm an Oasis fan. You know what I mean? Green Day. You know what I mean? I like, I like certain music because my parents play certain music. So, like, when you were young... Uh, were you like kind of forming a bit of a musical identity? Were you singing or dancing or anything like that going on? I was around? I was fully into hip hop, so anything hip hop. Were you rapping along at like five? Rapping six? graffiti, you know. Even if I was just drawing it, it was still graffiti. And then when when I was able to get my first can, I actually went to Canadian Tire with stolen Canadian Tire money to buy my first black and whites. So this is like, okay, so this is like when you were a kid, kid. Kid. I was like 9, 10 years old, 11 years old. But like when you were younger than that, you did you have like aspirations of drawing? Like when you were like. Definitely. Say, like, I, no, I've been hip hop my whole life. Whole life. Were you into the video games and stuff too? Video games, that's one thing I like, I, I stayed away from. Mind you, I wasn't too good anyways. Fair. I wasn't too good. I got my ass kicked. I was playing against my brother and all that day. You know when your brothers and all that just whoop you out? So yeah. I said, all right, cool. Matter of fact, my parents are video heads. They they were on the Nintendo and the N64 and all that. And the, the, you know what I mean? And they'll whoop you out. You can't stay on the game because they just won. So that's the rules, right? If you <laughs> lost, you got... My parents are... It's not like my parents is old heads. My parents was like growing nah, up. I really you know I mean? to that. My dad... Uh, that's how I got into video games was my dad because I'm three years younger than you. So okay. So like... 
uh, with that, it's like, you know, the NASA's there. Like, I remember Definitely. them playing Tetris tournaments. I could be like, that was maybe three years old. Tetris tournaments, the same kind of like fucking. Could you it, turn the TV off, though? You know, the game was still running, but the TV was turned off. Yeah. Would you get in trouble if you turned oh the game God, off? Yo, my dad would be playing these games. Well, you get like, whooped. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if you like, whooped. the dog would run by and kick the fucking adapter uh, or something. Mario 3? All of them. Mario 3? Mm. When they're on the level joint? If you turn that game off, oh, don't yeah, turn like the game that. off. It's like that. Yeah. I That's the pre-save files in case mm-hmm. y'all didn't know. You have to beat the game one shot or it's done. Definitely. Yeah, that no, game definitely. stays on. It's absolutely. A that bunch one of, TV you know, I remember it was that. that they had this McDonald's game, and my dad literally stayed up like 12 hours, didn't beat this shit. Left it on like another twelve hours. That's so this crazy. shit's running like twenty four hours. Then came back the next day and beat the shit. Imagine getting paid whatever they're getting paid by hour and just running up the hydro, just keeping <laughs> that joint running. You know what I mean? Think about that one, right? All right. That's exactly what it is. That's but. what it is. <laughs> so, so you were like out there obsessed with the music. Were you? Uh, were you dancing back then? I was into break dancing into in high school. Okay. Definitely, I was into break dancing. But dancing is just part of the whole vibe. You know what I mean? I didn't really get yeah, too I'd be crazy seeing, with it. To this day, there's a whole bunch of them that never started to learn even a two-step. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I got rhythm. You know what I mean? I got rhythm. <laughs> but we're talking about, like, really getting, like, you see, like, how you and shout out Chris Chrome. You know what I mean? You guys are out there getting sturdy. Like you said, lose weight, motherfucker, lose weight. Yeah. All that shit, that's exercise, that going down, that clapping. That's all exercise, B. That's it. It's called calisthenics. That's a fact. <laughs> that's what it is. You guys getting busy with, busy with your own body weight. You know what I mean? That's what I it, salute you guys. I Me, mean, can I do it now? Probably not. You know what I mean? I probably won't get it, as it busy. Takes, it takes a minute. of. I, I did spend a lot of, a good year on my knees before I started Jeez, to get busy. Like squats and shit. Like I spent a year it. doing squats and shit just to build up the like strength because mm. like, yo, you fuck up your knees one time, it's done. Tell me about it. So, like, you got into the graph and shit before the music, like, before rapping? Um, graffiti, yeah, definitely. Graffiti's been a, graffiti's been a, a, a love of my life, all of my life, basically. You know what I mean? And that came from, like, like you saw it around you, or was it, like... No, that was more or less, like, that was my, my gift. I, like, I, I could draw, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I could really get busy. So, like... At one point, I was, like, really getting busy, like, characters and all that. And then, like, by the time I got back here at 15. <laughs> Where'd you go? No, well, I lived in Toronto for eight years. Okay. Right? So, you like, you were a young one here to uh, Placentary, and then you moved to Toronto. Yeah, I moved to Toronto for, like, eight years. And then... Um, so, you get into hip-hop and shit, like, for real out there. Yeah, like, even out there, I was... That's... My breakdancing was in Toronto. Okay, okay. I wasn't doing no breaking in Montreal. Like, that was, like... Yo, with all the Filipinos, like, yo, shout out all the Filipinos that get busy. You know what I mean? Shout out uh, St. Patrick's High School, uh, O'Connor, o- uh, Neil McNeil. You know what I mean? Like, there were some breakers out there. They was getting busy. Uh, Scarborough Town Center? At Scarborough Town Center, they had, like, the youth center. It was, like, right off the champs. We used okay. to go get busy over there. You know what I mean? And, like... Do you think, like, being in Toronto versus being in Montreal had an impact on a lot of your being able to get into the scene? Because I know during, like, the like 2000s like the english scene here is like kind of struggling to get its footing and shit well whereas over there there's just the english scene nah not really like 
like basically when we was rapping with RBR, we had no problem breaking any ground. We rapped, we had a heat, we let it out. That was it. You know what I mean? And that was 2006, 2005, right. 2007. You know what I mean? So like, it hasn't been an issue. Like, if you got the heat, it's gonna bust. Basically, you know what I mean? Okay, I see you. So. I when I was in Toronto, it was the dancing, break dancing, you know what I mean? Doing that vibe, the graffiti. Because, like, as you go to Scarborough Town Center, my bad, as you go to Scarborough Town Center, you, you're on the RT, uh, on the, on the RT, or RTR, RT train, whatever they call it. And all you see is graffiti along the way. Mm. So you're like, just, like, seduced by this every single day. You, not every single day, but, like, we hit up there, like, every Friday or whatever the right. case is, right? And then, like, I just, I keep seeing it. So, like, I just, like, I go home. I just try to put up my own pieces. You know what I mean? In a book. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, like, then, like I said, go get Canadian Tire money. You know what I mean? <laughs> go to Canadian wild. Tire. Bow, you get two cans, one black, one white. You try to do some little bullshit piece in the hood. You know what I mean? And that's how and it you're starts. You're, like, nine, ten years old getting into it like that. Yeah. That's wild. And we were like, we were afraid of getting caught or any of that. Not really getting caught. It was more or less a thrill of just doing it mm. and walking past it every day and saying, I did that. And were you like anonymous with it or were you like telling people? No, nah, I wouldn't tell nobody. I wouldn't tell nobody. Strictly anonymous, but it was for self. You know right, what I mean? Right. So now like. Well, can you tell us what your first tag was and all that? Uh, probably not in Toronto. I probably couldn't even remember. Fair. You know what I mean? I probably couldn't even remember. But when I got down here, I want to keep that anonymous. Cause <laughs> so, I, so I learned like the other day, oh, this is a question we have to be like, can you tell us? Because unfortunately, it's yeah, exactly. It is. And if that shit's still up and somebody got that one picture. and I, I won't give up my is. name here. You know That's I mean? fair. I won't give up my name here. But I was definitely going hard here. You know what I mean? And uh, shout out to all the dudes. You know what I mean? They know who I am. They know I was going hard. And I love the fact that 20 years later, some of them cats is still going hard. That's just crazy. Yeah, I couldn't you know imagine. I, mean? I was always, like, afraid of that world. Mm. I mean, it's not necessarily, like, okay. Like, if you could drink on the roads, you could go tag up a spot. That's how I feel. Yo, I'm not, like, it took a long time in life to get to that place for me. I was, I was a what? shyer, quieter type, you know, like, you know, social it's, life is whatever. You, you're meeting, like, you know, the mid-30s It's the same, it's the same ticket, right? Drinking in the roads and getting a tag is the same ticket. Say word. Word. That's not that bad of a charge. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a ticket. It's not a charge. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Unless you do a government building or whatever cases. But. Okay, so you guys have to, like, if you just hit your, like, local random building. Yeah, it's just the same it. ticket as whatever. You know what I mean? I did not know that. Not that I'm encouraging y'all to go out there and catch I a am. ticket. But <laughs> <laughs> not, not catch a ticket, but go tag a bitch up. Um, yeah, no, I, I realized I do not have a good hand style. Like, I actually faced that when I looked at the Makeway wall the other day and said, oh, shit, I have to write my name on the wall next to, like, and you could see it. There's the guys like me who just wrote their name and the guys who got style to write in yeah, there. No. Like, ah, yeah, I think was it was the- I think it was you or, or Chris I posted the funk. The which one? The funk. Yeah, uh, yeah I posted that. Yeah, you posted it. Eh? Yeah, yeah, I, I seen just that. happened to see that the other day. I'm like, yo, I like it because it's all by itself, all the way down on the make way. On wall, the long way. But like nothing else is way. next to it. Yeah. So I like that. I love and, you know, it. He, yeah. deserve, he deserved that. Yo, I mean, he, shout out Funk. Yo, yeah, Funk Glow is amazing. Word. Um, if it ain't Funk Glow, you a dumb hoe. <laughs> 
so like you'd be doing all of that out in toronto did you ever like do all like the train stuffs and all that kind of like anything like go into the subway tunnels or no i never to tell you the truth even when i got here i never did none of that all right, so just strictly, to, uh, did you ever do any of the acrobatics where, like, you climbing up to the super high stuff? No, yo, I, I'm seeing people do some wild shit. Look, I got a fear for heights. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not propelling off anything. Fair. You know what I mean? But go wild. Yo, me and Jimmy. Yo, oh, man. Sorry, I had to add a blast one name. But me and Jimmy, West Side, you know what I mean? Say Henry, we used to go hard. You know what right, I mean? Right. We used to go hard and, like, that was my guy. That is still my guy. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, shout out, Jimmy. We went, we did it. You know what I mean? West Side English. You know what I mean? People didn't expect us to do it, but we did it. You know what I mean? That's fair. I feel like it's it's a fascinating world. Like, I got curious about it and then realized it's not the easiest thing to find out a lot of info on, but it's the most fascinating subculture. And then when you do start looking at tags in strange locations and you're left with the perplexing, how in the fuck did Buddy get there? Like, you assume maybe there was a ladder there once upon a time. Maybe not. I don't know. Some of these tags be in some strange locations. They be in some spots I ain't, I ain't, I ain't giving up the secret. Nah, that's What that's I can fair. say is, man, they they got my salute. You know what I mean? They got my salute because I'd be up there shaking nuts. I'd be up there, hoo, hoo, word. No, I can't do it. Yo, look, when we was kids, we grew up in St. Henry. So, obviously, uh, the stylos, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's right there in St. Henry. We went up in there when we see the mat, uh, the rats and the raccoons and skunks all in there because they live in there. You know what I'm saying? So when you want to get to the top, you got to pass through all of that. And then they got stairs with missing steps. And then like back then, this is like back then, this is uh, 2002, uh, two, you know what I mean? Yeah. 2000 even. You know what I'm saying? That missing steps back then that was eroded. You know what I mean? The steel was gone. So how do you climb up from that next level? Because there's always a next level to get to. So over the years, they, they had to erode more, no? Yeah, these mans must have been parkour experts. My God. Whatever they're doing, salute. Yeah, respect that. Honestly, that's the part of it where it's, like, crazy for me is to see this, like, the athleticism. Like, it, it's a it's a whole world. And then, it pops a sport. Then you don't really meet the people and because graffiti's part of it. The, the graffiti part of it is the only part where nobody talking. It's truly the only part of hip hop where nobody says a word, really. And if you're paying for your paint, you ain't a graffiti artist. If you don't rack it, is, is that like a real thing? Because like I've heard what that the fuck before. You know? Yeah, oh, man. Come on, you got, do I look like I ever? My guy, paint? look, I didn't <laughs> look. I rack paint, or I racked the Canadian Tire money to get it. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. You heard me. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm out here in the roads, really. You know I don't even know. I don't even know you rack Canadian Tire money, but I respect it, bro. People was collecting that like it was fucking gold. You take a bundle of that, go buy a box of paint. You mean 12 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Back then, we're talking about back then. It was 90 cent, 99 cents a can back then. That's what you don't yeah, realize. How much does it cost now? I, I haven't been out recently, but back then, it was 99 cents a can. That's crazy. Word. Think I, about that. So you was running all. That's like your high school life. You break dancing. You ever do comp competitions or anything like that, or was it more just like for the sake? No, of I didn't it? like competitions. Like you see, in like in Toronto, we pull up at like um, Main Station, Victoria Park Station. Yeah, you know I mean, right. We'd battle there. Yeah, you know I mean, like there's battles so going saying, on. Like, in but there. this is more like the street battle version. Street battle, like because we was watching Beat Street and Wild Style and like all these certain movies. So essentially, we want to emulate that. Right. Right? 
So now, like, we're meeting up in metro stations and, like, we're all from different schools or whatnot. And, like, we just get busy. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, one time, we was getting busy in Victoria Park Station. And I just I just walked through. And as I walked through, I got robbed. Oh, that's no fun. It's not no... You know what I mean? But it's <laughs> life. You know what I mean? I got robbed by, like, five older dudes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it does but be like that sometimes. It, it be like that sometimes because it's part of the life. Like, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I think I've only really been robbed twice. I, th I thought about this recently <laughs> in Montreal. One time, one time I pulled out a bag. It was like a, it was a Ziploc and it had about a gram in it. But all these guys saw was a Ziploc with weed. And then I lit up in the middle of Fairview. I did not have that weed for much longer. It was yeah. Shit, shit, shit gets reckless, especially like they did not recognize the value of school books. Because had they understood what the value of a school book was, my bag was gone. But they just saw books and let it yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back then the Johnsport was seventy bones. Just taking the Johnsport was with some bread. You know what I mean? Fuck the books. But um, yeah, no. And then the other time was some random shit where these guys yeah, just yeah. took ten bucks off me in the middle of the park. I'm like. You know what? I was a shitty dude. You know what I mean? I was a shitty dude. So not to say I took dudes for ten bucks, but there's Shit. times there's times MC I got MCO saying y'all got robbed twice. Only lucky y'all. If you grew up in Brazil, it would have been like twice a week, low. That's that's, that's crazy, fact. B. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's only happened like I okay that's back crazy. at back at Wager, they used to jack my bus pass a lot. <laughs> oh fuck, Wager days. Yeah, Wager. I was the oh, last grad man. class of Wager ever. Back at Wager, okay, that happened. But I'm saying, like, in the street shit, it's only ever happened twice. I feel a little fortunate. We're not trying to change that. <laughs> well, you know, street shit happens. I won't talk on no street shit. But uh, I'm talking about high school little bullshit. Yeah, I that. I, that's why I brought that brought that up. That mm. was just some high school. I'm not going to speak on no street shit. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I will, I will, I will talk also about like little high school shit like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah no, the street shit. I try to avoid it in general because I seen what DJ Vlad is, and nobody want to be DJ Vlad in my opinion. I mean, he's rich. Why wouldn't you want to be him? Yo, because there's ways. He's to... rich. He's he's not minding. He's minding his business while minding your business. He's not. He. he like, <laughs> Do you understand that though? So I kind of. He's doing like, his job, B. Yeah, but DJ Vlad is a right guy now. That, you're interviewing me. If yeah. you ask me a question and I decide not to answer, that's right? fair. Then I decide not but to answer. You're also, and I'm gonna just counter that with you. Clearly know the difference between what you should say on camera and what you should not, and most people don't. And I do believe he preys on that. No, well, that's just the codes of it. I mean, it's fair, but. You know, well, shout out Jimmy D. I already, you know what I mean? I, 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 I name drop one, you know what I mean? But Jimmy D is my guy. We go, we go back, you know what I mean? Yeah. We go back. But I, I just think it's, like, not worth, like, bringing that much attention to the criminality of people. Like, no, no, unless no. You're we doing don't have it. to do that. Because like he does it exploitively for the cash, which I find, like, yo, I would rather not be rich and mm. not do that than be rich and be rich because I'm that white dude doing that. In hip hop, well, no, hold on. It don't. It don't matter if you're the white dude, the yellow dude, the black dude, the fucking that's fair, the peach dude. It don't make. It don't make no difference. Exploiting someone is not right. Yeah, you know I mean, talking to people while they're on pills and da, and you can obviously see they ain't in the right mind. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. But. 
he's getting his, you know what I mean? He's a journalist. He gets his bag. How much more can you say? If people want to answer his questions. That's fair. Right? Like you just said, I have the right to choose what I want to speak on, right? However, I can still control the the, the spin my platform provides, right? Like mm. I, the other part of it is, who's the audience, and what is the audience then consuming? And when we start to look at the impact of focusing on certain parts of it at the bigger culture, yo, it has an impact. It's not like these types of things don't make a bunch of let's call it for what it is middle class white teenagers think hip hop be a certain way entirely because they'd be seeing DJ Vlad interviews, but they're not also seeing the power California radio equivalent of breakfast club. Like they don't see all the other shit. It just gets to be the tabloidy shit. So I think that if we're in these positions and we care about the culture, then we have to take that ethical responsibility once we've seen the impact of it. I'm not going to say originally what he did, fine, but at a certain point, you become aware of the impact and you choose to keep going. My man, then we got a whole CNN. I do. We got a whole. I do, personally. There's a lot of big stations at that point. Billionaires own all these fucking things. The entire media system is controlled by billionaires for now. At that point, like he's at the lower end. I'm telling you right now. Fast. He's at the lower end. You know what I mean? If you thought you were at the lower end, huh, my God, it gets like... way lower. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's be real, though. This is real spit. No, you know? I like it. And there's people who's who's billionaires, and he's just getting trickled down off 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 the trillionaires. And like, you know what key, I mean? That's all we honestly in the music game. Nine times out of ten, what you're trying to do is find the equivalent of a sugar daddy to finance your shit. Ah. Uh. There like, you go. If you're being real about it, that's what a label Dude, that's, is. That, I like that. I like that. I breakdown. got that from Lush One. Where? Yeah, Lush One was telling okay, us that's okay. what, that's how he's doing things. He's like, you okay. find the rich guy, then the rich guy, you pitch like the idea. Because, yo, rich guys. I can relate to that one. Not all the rich guys <laughs> want to have, like, the little biddies. Sometimes the rich guy want to go party with rappers. No, Sometimes the wanna, rich guy. He, he want to party where it's popping. You want to be part of it. Period. So yeah. if it's popping with dope dealers. He's partying with dope dealers. If it's popping with basketball players, he's popping with basketball. Facts. You know what I mean? And he's out where it's popping. And if and for him, because you know, sometimes they'd be buying art, but sometimes they'd be throwing mm. concerts. And so it's really just, you know, we're all it's trying to. It's not even them buying artists, their wives. Trust me, I move them, and they're all complaining. <laughs> I'm a mover by profession. So I'd be moving all these billionaires, <laughs> right? And they're complaining. My wife just bought another fucking piece, right? They hate it. That's fair, but <laughs> the smart a few of them though do get into it for the asset collection and the capital gains taxes and a maybe bunch just of other the shaking shit. hand purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just shaking hands sometimes. Sometimes when you're shaking a hand, you don't know what. You know what I mean? You just be quiet. You watch. You know what I mean? But you just shook this hand. I brought you into another element, right? Facts. Yeah. So I just see it like that. You find yourself a sugar daddy that believes in your <laughs> career. And boom, you move forward with it. And, you know, like you think about a festival. I know sucker shit. Yeah, no. On some legitimate, like you put out your art. Like, yo, think back to like Michelangelo and them. That's all they did. They found patrons of the art and the patrons paid for the art. And that's how art kind of worked pretty much forever and ever in history. Anyway. Um, So you're doing all that in high school. At what point do you like start to develop more of an interest for like music? Oh, music was, like I said, it's right. the whole so, time. So you were, like, rapping the whole time? So, like, um, I grew up in a, a neighborhood called Parma, Parma Court. Is it in Toronto? Toronto. Okay. 
All right. This is on the VP line. Um, I grew up there with Blitz, Hush. Hush is like OVO or whatever. You know what I mean? But like right. at the time, we were just, you know what I mean? In the hood. You know what I mean? My first track ever recorded was at his house with him and with him and Blitz. And he like set up his uh, little home mic. You know what I mean? Like he had the like the computer stuff. No one this had is to... like the two thousand era or nineties. No, no, this is like ninety eight. Damn, that's some like having like, access to a mic is a rare blessing. Word, type thing. yeah, exactly. He had like, and it's like you know just that little stem one, but right, he right, put right, it right, up right. with like a little screen, and he had it set up with like one of those little Jamaican statues that's usually holding a spliff or something. <laughs> but like he set it up where that was the mic. That's hard. And we was in there, we was rapping on the joint. You know what I mean? And like, um, boom, I went through whatever I went through to get me sent back here. You right. know what I mean? And him and uh, my next homie, Tech, they just went on their own run. You know what I mean? Right. And they pulled in the next homie, kind of like in my replacement, but no shade to him because I wasn't there. I was in Montreal now, right? Yeah. I caught my case. I got sent back here. I was... You know what I mean? Dealing with what you had to deal with. I had to deal with what I had to deal with. They dealt with what they had to deal with. And their music burnt the city. You know what I mean? That's hard. Deep pockets. Yo, check it out. You know what I mean? Uh, it's all it's it's all online. You know what I mean? You can check it all out. You know what I mean? And they burnt the city. You know what I mean? They made tracks with D Brown. They was just rolling around doing their thing. I missed out. You know what I mean? I, mean, I missed out. I was here. But like I didn't miss out on nothing because I got my life you know what i mean i got a life i got my kids i got everything i got is here in the city so i can't say i missed out what i missed out there because i mean i, I totally it. get where you're coming from though I, I agree with you your life went the way it was supposed to mm -hmm. but not many of us can be like by sheer chance i would have been in the rap group that popped off and i wasn't on some like that that is that is no it was city wide it was doing this thing that's yeah, hard I mean. like you know like i could get why you might feel like you missed out but it's good that no nah, but when i got here you know what i mean i was doing my thing blah 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 rbr popped off you know what i mean we was running around the city for a couple years that's doing our magnum's thing magnum's people right or yeah no magnum affiliated definitely but magnum wasn't rbr you know oh, what i mean RBR, I heard, I, that's um i blast people Eye Blast was definitely part of RBR. You know what right, I mean? right, right. Uh, Young Jedi, uh, uh, Young Chopper. You know what I mean? We had like, we had a conglomerate. Uh, Peso, Jimmy D. You know what I mean? Like, it was big. It had Nasty Ness. You know what I mean? I'm like, not aware of the impact of it all. Mm -hmm. um, the mixtape. I know I heard uh, the second mixtape in Basics is Car the other day. Anytime you want it. the music, I got it for you. I want all the music, to be honest. I got it for you. Yo, because that's the kind of shit where, like, you know what really needs to happen, in my opinion? We go through and do some album reviews on that shit and really, like, bring some attention to this era. Mind you, we was jacking beats back then, right? That's fine. We was jacking beats. Okay. It was the whole mixtape era. We was jacking beats. But we was going in. We Yo, gave listen, it our own flavor that, for Montreal. Like, you know what I mean? I Blast in particular mm. is one of the only guys who, in, like, 2012, will say around then, I heard his music being played by like girls and shit around. Just they, they, like they. It was like, yo, this guy's from Montreal. You gotta hear. I don't, I don't really see that like that very often. That's pretty dope. But you know like, I, mean? I, I, I blast got like, eye blast. You know what I mean, what? 
Salute Blicky. Yeah, you know I mean? guess Blicky now. Because he's Blicky right now. You know I, mean? I, I got introduced as yeah. Iblack. I know he became Blicky. I know I, he's still out there doing his thing every mm. now and again. It comes up. We go bump a few Blicky tracks. But, you know. Uh, you know, he, that whole era, like, I got put on to all the freestyles, that whole wave of shit. Because it was right before I started rapping. Definitely. It was right before it. You know, a lot of people say RBR is, like, their bridge to Montreal rap, which I could dig that because if you're born a certain year, that's going to be your generation rap. You know what I mean? Magnum. You know what I mean? RBR. Tech Looch. You know what I mean? Like, people's getting it busy. Especially them times. It's crazy. It was, yo, out the bag. And, and selling our own tapes. Mm. Printing our own tapes, selling our own tapes. Yeah, that's the part that's wild to me. So, like, because, yo, what happens is we come in and it's all internet numbers from that point on. And what I learned is none of y'all mixtape numbers are on the internet. So, y'all was making real bread on shit. Really doing Like, I'm not trying to expose nobody's bread or none. I'm always in pocket watching, but I know people's doing numbers. But I'm not trying to, again, it's not for that perspective. It's more to, like, because, yo, sometimes... Some of the old school cats struggle with Spotify number monies because they was making five racks off of a press, whereas I be bragging about $500 because of some streaming. Granted, I hit play and let it go. But, like, it's completely different. different. And then, like, we don't know about all of that shit, I think. When I say we, I mean the people like me who really don't come from that came into this and don't know which is a lot of what i believe is now here because how could people know it was like 10 years ago and shit well like the thing is right like like i said i'm a hip-hop head from the jump right so my parents broke me into this shit you know what i mean yo big shout out mike shop why because his dad broke him into this shit say word yeah like if you if you understand the story of the uh, of the young man his father broke him into his shit, so he knows he knows music like you don't know. You I know what I'm believe saying? that. Like, like word, Yo, and like, that's why he I'm can a, produce himself. I'm a big fan of Mike Shab. Like word. I know he salute Mike Shab. He said he'd be down to do the show at one point, and then I'll, I'll get his story. But mm-hmm. um, I do know that I think Mike Shab is as special as the people who say he's good is because you can hear it in the musicality of what he produces. My God. A lot of people focus too much on the bars, which. Listen, I get the bars thing, but that's one element. Control of the crowd. Yo, I watched him run on stage, fucking masked up and shit. It's fucking crazy what he can do to a crowd. I watched the whole crowd do his whole track, and he only did his ad-libs. You understand? Yeah, that's pe- dope. That's pe- dope work. Yeah, you know I, mean? I I agree. I'm with yeah, that shit, man. Dog. Well, he's got. He's got joints where, like, dead ass. I was in the middle of a conversation and that Disco Duck song came on. And that's my fucking jam. I no, just 59, shut the fuck up and I had to run into the crowd and shit. The kids is laughing at me because I'm old as fuck in the crowd with them. Because he got nah, a young yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> if they understand the vibe, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yo, I like that they're mosh paid. Everyone's moshing again. I'm like, shit, it reminds like, me I, of high school. I came from that. I, like, I'm a skater. You know what I mean? I was on to that punk and shit in high school. Yeah, dog. Like I told you, Green Day, Oasis. I'm with you. Like, like give me a skateboard. I'm going to try a one-two. I got a bad back and on some bad knees. But hear what? Give me a skateboard and I feel like I'm young again. You know what I mean? Word. So, like, you came back to Montreal and you got you linked up with RVR then? How did, no, when I you, came like, back to Montreal, I was up? 15. Okay, right? so you were like... When I was 15... But you had already made music at 15. 
I've already recorded music already. That's by crazy. Then. That's a flex. Yeah, in a sense. No, nah, because if you're doing it before the, like, say, 08 is when mm-hmm. tech gets like now. Okay, a lot no, of people like have I told it. You, I already did it on 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 just a little. So that's what I'm saying. People that, who did it. I've done a lot of these I've, interviews. I've, That's I've a flex. Also, is I've what also I'm trying recorded to say. at like a, a at Price's house way back in the day with like Vincent Price. Yeah, yeah. Say word. Way back in the day in DG, right That's at right. his mom's spot on, on Sherbrooke. Word, and it was just like basically the same setup. You know what I mean? It was just like a little mic setup. It wasn't the best mic. Like it was just off his little computer joint, and we was like just like 2001 joints. Yeah, I 2002. Wonder, I wonder if some of your shits on his sound click and some of these freestyles might be one of your joints. Probably not. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? I don't watch no face. Nah, I hear you. I'm not watching no face. I just know, like, I've I've been around. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I've been around. I've just been moving around, yeah. doing my thing, tapping in with Not everybody. a lot of people could be like, I recorded at Vincent Price's crib back in the day. Probably not. But again, Peso got me that plug. Peso brought me there. You know what I mean? Pace is another one of them dudes who's like mad interesting. Oh, that's but my guy. You know what I mean? That's my guy. If you want bars, you want bars and structures and how to set a track, talk to this guy. You know uh, what I mean? Word. I like his music. No, I like, yeah. like his last few drops. I started paying because, yo, I met him. I stepped on his shoes and bumped into him, which is a bad <laughs> first impression. His shoes probably cost about four to, four, 400 to 1000 bad. Like, <laughs> a thou wow. And um, post that, you know, like, I don't know. We chopped it up recently. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like we on deep good terms. Like, I, no, he's I'm a like, good guy. You know what I mean? He always I like his grudges. music. But, but dead ass, I like his music. Like, Word. I was listening to it. I saw his live performance. I'm like, nah, this dude be like actually like he don't care a level of rapping good like like when he just not like he don't care like about the skill but he don't care what you think he just it's says what he gotta say because rapping's a sport right because rapping's a sport so if you don't got that verbal lung you know what i mean mm. that verbal lung like and he goes off the verbal lung like he want to go at you yeah and, I he feel that. And, and he wasn't even going at you but you think that it's hard you know I mean? Yeah, I like it. It's, yeah. it's a good energy. Yeah, definitely it's a good energy. It makes you want to be a better artist. Yeah. yeah. He's like, in like two minutes, he's able to pack in a powerful, like, yo, and then you want to go back and listen to it again. And then you want to go definitely. back and run it again. I don't say, like, look, I'm not just saying that because I think Peso may watch. He may not. I don't really care. I'm saying that because y'all should go bump the man's shit. And I, I, I see he's making moves now. And it's like, yo, I like he's to give love. Moves. He's well, subtle, though. I mean, he's subtle. I, He's so subtle with it that it's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. people who make the subtle hits, eventually they're going to have their big shine. That's facts. You know what I mean? Subtle, subtle, subtle. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But always been the name in the city, undeniably. See, that's the thing. For me, it's like somewhere around 2020, I realized how little I know. Mm. And it, it's like bad level of like, it's super some cringe level of arrogance i'm portraying on west side english or no just i don't know nothing so i started rapping in 2012 i know that little circuit i was part of with meyer clarity and Mm -hmm. them we was running around doing our thing meyer leaves i'm you know see why shows start happening i'm like eh, i don't want to do these 10 minute sets so you know slowly and surely i stop performing then i start podcasting i'm in my own bubble i'm not part of like you know I'm, i'm making music i'm doing things but like if it ever comes to a point of the history of montreal knowing anything nah that's like the reason this show is what it is is because i talked to preach on cobia one time 
and it took him two hours to walk me through 96 to 99. I still have the OneNote page somewhere. I now know most of the names on it, but bro, I didn't know nothing. It was like name after name. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? So I'm like in that era of people who walk in. I didn't know Rico Blocks existed. I know all these people existed, and then all we're the coming. Babies, the fucking none of it. Roy none of it. All these people existed, doing things that we were arguably like they had already done these things that we were thinking we were innovative with, but okay. we because a lot of occupations discourage the internet. We'll say definitely. So with that, a lot of stuff wasn't online in a world where we were looking online, and that was happening there, hmm. and um. I mean, it was all post-Dutch, so a lot of things went silent. Okay. And, uh, okay. I'm not going to say... I, I, a lot of people tried way R. harder R. than... Dutch. Facts. Uh, um, a lot of people tried way harder than I ever did to learn about the culture, but it, I just didn't until, like, later on. It wasn't in my face. I didn't know where anything was. It was if I was invited to a show, I went. And then, you know... I realized how ignorant I was at a certain mm -hmm. point. And through that, like, you know, I started the interviews and that changed my life. Like that was like all of a sudden it went from, okay, my scope of the Montreal scenes, like a hundred rappers to, I personally could probably pull up a list of 700, 800 people right Easy. now, active right now, Easy. just in English, Easy. <laughs> just English. Easy. And then you like realize the depth of it all. So that's why when people see me right now, it's all a redemption, right? It's all like I I took I, I spent like eight, seven, eight years taking. Mm. You know, now it's like just trying to pay back that debt and do it correctly. And I'm telling you, you're doing all justice. You know what I mean? I'm watching your performances literally for the past year and I go, yo, this this is why he could pull up to any event. This is why they want it. You're doing your thing. And you gotta get your flowers too. You know, sometimes, you know I mean? sometimes we we learn that not all crowds are created equal. <laughs> Come on, G. Yeah, we had we had to work for that Paul yeah, Wall crowd. Yeah, that Paul Wall crowd made us work. Come on, man. I see you guys out there hustling. You know what I mean? Yo, shout out Chris Chrome too. Cause yeah, yo, facts. He's been around for a hot minute. He Chris Chrome is like fucking. He's smoking right now. He's like literally getting in his bag. He's finally doing it. I got yeah. yo. This man was behind yo. What people don't even know about Chris Chrome, he edited like all of the interviews. I don't remember this shit like that, right? We had to come. Mm. Chris Chrome knows so much shit about so much shit now. Watching these interviews and editing them, like yo, we really just want to do this in a way where it makes sense and like people make money. Because we've heard interviews from people in other cities where they make money. And it's like, oh, we can do things differently. And, mm. you know, so that means we do things. For all the people, we are aware how weird and different we are. We're aware. It's on purpose. <laughs> it's like. Salute the indifferences. Like it, it's like. the right? Well, it's also like everyone else has been doing things away. If we don't try to do things differently, how are we supposed to achieve, like, bigger results? Boom. Not better. Just bigger. I just yeah. want bigger number of people in the And room. for your self-achievement. It's not about what other people decide what's bigger. You know yeah. What I, mean? I mean. No, I did this, and then I did this, and, and then, then I took the next growing. steps. Yeah, I it, took it the steps backwards. to make this bigger. I didn't say, oh, I snapped my fingers, it got bigger. Nah, 
I built nah, this. And it's like, Word. yo, like, I saw that you need to prove to, like, concert promoters that you're dope. So that's why I have a playlist that says live performances, and we film most of that shit. And just to make... So it's like a lot of these things is all just, like, how do you make your artist CV lit? Because most, like, you know, we... we we as artists should be talking about our EPKs at shows. You know, like, really? We should be trading tips on what God has booked and, like, some real, like, different conversations that maybe we sometimes get up to if we were, like, to Definitely. try to elevate the game more. Definitely. But with that, you, you've you been in the game in Montreal since uh, a hot minute. So you came back at 15 and you're you're somehow doing tra- running around with Jimmy D and doing tracks at Vincent Price's crib. Well. You see, there's a whole intricate part. You know what I mean? Like, I was running around with Jimmy doing graffiti. Right. You know what I mean? Like, with him and the graffiti, we we touched so many different bases just off of that. You know what I mean? Just because we're English-speaking, we're West Side. People didn't even think we're from Montreal. In the beginning, me and Jimmy used to get New York all the time. Interesting. We didn't even was like no, we're accent, from here. Or is it like, no, I I don't know what accent there is. You know what I mean? Yo, there is though. There's a Montreal accent, a Toronto yeah. accent, and a New York accent. And Montreal's kind of a weird. It's closer to New York than than Toronto for sure. I mean, it is what it is. But we always got that you ain't from here. No, we're from here. So I ran around and did that for how many years? Then when RBR came around and doing the music. Like, in the mix of all of that, I was already recording tracks in DG. You know what I mean? So you got, like, I know Vince was recording with them. Like, how did, how did you end up linking with them? With who? RBR. RBR, I'm, from, I'm there from the beginning. Oh. I, I don't I'm, really I'm know the origin of it. Like, I'm, I'm there from day one. I'm there from day one. The name RBR came from me saying real big in a, in a, in a freestyle. Say word, you're you're technically the the name coiner. The, the cre- yeah, I was just saying, real big, uh, real big, just like on the Alib shit, and he took that as real big records back. That's wild, and like, so how did it all like start? If you can share any of that. Uh well, yeah, it just started. Uh, Nasty had the spot. He was in Saint Henry. Um, he was there with his Ottawa boys and like. You know what I mean? They came into Montreal and they had a spot in St. Henry. And then the spot was just going up for rent. Man said, yo, let's hold that down. He held it down, built a full studio in the basement, and we ran with it. You know what I mean? Right. So from from the basement, most of the tracks of the takeover was recorded in the basement. I'm pretty sure all the tracks, all the tracks was recorded in the basement. And then by time we started releasing other joints, it was downtown by in uh in yeah. front of the the Bell Center there. Yeah, that's a good building. Yeah, we was in there. We released a couple joints out of there. Good sound, all that. You know what I mean? It was a good build studio. That building was nice. That building produced a lot of amazing music. Crazy. And, and it was a fun building because everybody was at that building of every genre. You'd be like making rap and death metal being played in the studio, two things over. Um, so like, were you got were you performing with them and all that? Like, we definitely we opened up uh, for Lloyd Banks, Collie Buds. What was uh, that like? Because this is a bit like. This is wild times. This is wild times. This is when people were still sneaking and shitting their tin boots. <laughs> it was wild. I'm telling you. It was crazy. 
You know what I mean? How, like, it was actual wild times. Like, Lloyd Banks almost got ripped for his chain in the Montreal show. That's wild. Like, uh, just to prove a point? Nah, them Haitian niggas from Montreal North were wilding, dog. Right. They didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? They shut the whole shit down by doing, trying to do that. Obviously, he ain't going to try and perform after his joint tried to get ripped off. You know what I mean? Right. They didn't get it, but they tried to rip the, the statue joint. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I've heard that Montreal has done this type of thing to rappers. Yeah, they they do fucked up shit from time to time. Ah, fair. I know it comes up whenever New York tries to be like, Montreal softer or not, not. Let us tell you what we've done to every New York rapper that's ever come here that we've ever done something to. It, the, something happens, you know what I mean? And I'm like, and we we already opened up for them. So we didn't stay in the front of the show. Right. That was there, all the audience in the front, you know what I mean? So we're in the back chilling, that shit happened. Show shut down, you know what I mean? Fair. That sounds like we, we, you guys wild times. It was just wild good times. But Collie Buds, Collie Buds is downtown, uh, Saint Laurent, Saint Laurent, Saint Catherine basement joint. Can't remember the name or whatever it was right, at right. the time. But popping, you know what I mean? Super good time, packed place, everything nice. You know what I mean? And so you guys are running around. Are you guys doing the local shows as well? Oh, we had so many local shows and was running around with like three or four trucks at the time big prints on all the trucks you know what i mean it was like dvd area you know what i mean so like you had to have the trucks you had that the music the merch we had all that so you guys were like fully built out like any major record label team would be in terms of like the just street just in the shit. city but just here just us all us working it too how many guys were there involved in it maybe 10 people, 9 to 10 people. That's serious. I know y'all made, like, waves. Like, it's come up a few times. Like, anybody that's around back then will mention y'all. We definitely did numbers. Everybody did their units. Anybody who released in the time span did units. Definitely. And uh, did you... And cash, straight cash. <laughs> did you uh, ever, like, tour outside of Montreal? Oh, we definitely did. We did outside of Montreal, definitely. Right. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely did. I got flack on doing that. What do you mean? Because I was a oh. young, I, I was a young father at them times. You know what I mean, going out of town was not a good look. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. You know? So you're supposed to be paying attention to the kid, He's, and you know, wifey, and, uh, and instead but, you're like, I'm gonna go be a rap star. I hear yeah, you. We are back, and. Uh, I tried to recover as much of my weed as I could, which is not fun to lose weed. I got some weed here. You want to roll up? Mm -hmm. I might. It was just more, uh, I toppled it, and it just went, and then I was like, oh, no, all the ground weed on the floor. It's, let's see what we can recover. That's it, bro. That's what it is. That's what I got. But I got a bunch of rolled ones. I always, like, pre-rolled before I get into life. Word, you know? eh? Yeah, it's because, like... You go to enough rap shows in your life and you're going to have, oh shit, the same experience take place at every show. And I remember vividly, like, wildly, like, eight, nine rappers, everybody's got weed. Collectively, there may be an ounce of weed right there. No papers. Not a paper to be found. Not in my circle. And no papers ever. And I'm talking show after show. Bonnie brings papers to shows because that's how often we get asked Salute for Salute Bonnie. You know what I mean? 
Yo, this has led to opportunity. Actually, it did one time. It led to me finding out about some next shit because she had a pit. She gave the guy paper, so now he's gonna obviously chop it up because he just got yeah. a paper from me. But nah, for real, every every fucking show, nobody has papers. It's the wildest shit. Nah, I always have my packet or two of blunts. You hear me? But, you know uh, that. Yeah, but y'all like are from the era where you brag about how you could like roll marijuana while walking down the street in a blizzard at like you know. No, we definitely do that. With yeah. one hand and all that. All that shit. Uh, yeah, we get it. yeah. But it was that time, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm like, the, I got my Kinex piece and I wrapped the weed around the Kinex piece and I packed that shit <laughs> in. And uh, people make fun of me and I'm like. Nah, dog, you yeah, live your man. life. That's all it is. As long as you're happy. You're getting yeah, your buzz, you're happy, it. you good. My joints be good. Yeah, they're, they're that's They're supposed it. to do. They're, they're joints. You're living in your own lane. Some you know of them mean? people be bragging heavy, and then you get their flimsy-ass, weird, wobbly joints, and you're like, I, I'm glad you can freehand. Look, I, I personally don't smoke with nobody unless I roll it. For mm. the reason is, I know I'm going to give you straight weed. Facts. I'm not putting none in it. No tobacco, no grabber, no nothing. Mm, I, you learn to ask. Yeah, is that just weed? <laughs> yeah, no. Like me, I'm just I'm just going to give you straight weed. And if you want to hit this, you got a power lung because I'm going to give you a muffler on the end of this blunt. <laughs> this muffler is going to hit the back of your neck. If you can handle this, oh, you can roll with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can talk for a one, two. You know what I mean? Fuck spliffs. Pure weed only. MCO is, is enjoying this. Wow! Shout out MCO. No, MCO is one of them true supporter types. Where like, that's my guy. When people you. talk about, um, you know, like how there's never real support, it's because they don't hang out with guys like MCO ever. Here's the next thing, right? So like, when people say think just what you said, like, oh, there's no real support. My guy, I went out right, and I got out my skin. You know what I mean? I got out my skin. That's how we met. Let's be honest. I wasn't. I had to break what I was in to get into the new life. You know what I mean? I got into the new life. I'm getting so much love out in these roads. No, I'm being real, real with you. I'm getting love out here. Literally. Why am I getting love? Because I'm showing love back. That's you know a what I mean? Real, recognized, real. Yo, I see who's cooking. I want to cook with who's cooking. Even if you ain't cooking, I see potential in you. If you could get up on stage and spit your whole joint and you ain't got nothing in the backs and you're just going hard, shout out Russ. You know what I mean? Russ is just going hard, spitting his lungs out. Yo, that guy, yo, salute that. You know what I mean? I do. All that shit, that, that's the shit that, that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Because there's fake shit. Yeah. I mean, I think. Um, I've been curving it. I think. Anyway, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I, I, I don't know. I just think a lot of people want different things too from the scene. And it's a strange environment because there's a lot of people who have very different angles and motivations who are, for lack of a better term, forced to collaborate on some summer camp type vibes. Like it's honestly like summer camp. You don't really choose who you're going to camp with. You just get to camp and now there's the people that are there and we all try to like figure out how to make sense of it all. Yeah, well, you see, that's the difference. I literally get to choose who I want to work with. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people want to work. I want to make sure your your abilities up. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, it is what it is. Make sure your abilities it up is up. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't come to me half assed and be like, yo, this is what I got. We gotta go rewrite. Right. 
You know what I mean? Not because outshining someone could be easy. But why you want to do that? Nah, I want to make you hear he came his hardest every time too. I'm coming my hardest. Yo, nah, come on. Yo, work on that. You know what I mean? Right. Do you have a lot of people who approach you with half-finished ideas or whatever? Like half-finished ideas or the bars just ain't really adequate. What makes an adequate bar to you? Okay, so technically, because I could pick out a lot of line, a lot of lines that people are lying about. Mm. You know what I mean? And just being, you know, uh, uh, a hip hop, you know what I mean, student, historian as well. You know what I mean? And studying the whole thing. I'm like, you're gonna get fabricated joints. Not everyone's rapping what they're really doing or da 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 da. If it really got a click to it and it really could bop, I might rock with it. You know what I mean? But like, I want to hear truthfulness. So really, it's more about the authenticity of producing yeah, your like, story. Yeah, like don't, don't you don't have to fake. Like if you were the rich kid that lived it up, then live it up. You know what I mean? Become the dopest. Right. Become the dopest. You know what I mean? If that's your lane. You know what I mean? Like, but if people just want to say, yo, they, they did this, they did that, they got this, they got that, and you don't. You know? I do think of one time I talked to somebody and the conversation kind of went in the circle of, um, well, I don't want to go to the show because I'm not getting paid. And I'm like, well, okay, fine. But he's like, I'm not getting paid. And when I go to a show, I have to pop bottles because I rap about popping bottles. So unless you're going to pay for me to pop bottles, I don't want to do And I'm like, hold on. why You could not rap about popping bottles. And it does feel like this exactly. would avoid the entire conundrum and, of and what you're, you're putting really forth. getting it, the way you're rapping about getting it. It shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue. To me. You know, like I mean, I, you obviously you could pick and choose which venues you want to pull up to, as each artist is. It was is, just about the, ex, the the reason though, like the people I know who like pop bottles, like the guy I do a podcast with in New York, he'll just spend five hundred dollars on champagne because he wants to tell you, almost not maybe tell you, but low key a little bit, tell you that he want to spend five hundred on champagne. Like it's his flex. It's what he does. If the bar don't have what he wants, he comes with it, and he don't not do the show he'll pull up with his champagne shut up shut up funk low facts funk low pulls up he's buying bottles of champagne he's pouring up he's having a good time he's pouring every time no yeah no i think the last three times i saw him at belmont he bought a bottle of champagne each time and and he's pouring up he's just like yo let's all have a good time because that's what it's about yeah yeah like because again it's not about Oh, if I oh if I come over here, I need. No, he just pulls up and he does what he does, as many people do. But the people who don't, right? The people who don't, is because they're looking for someone to kiss their ass. Mm. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, you know I mean, there's the ego thing, right? If you can put your ego down, right, you'll be richer. That's a fact. I mean, here's the thing. Let's say, however good I think I am. Bro, I've been in room. I got to go into a room with a professional wrestler. 
like a guy who's on TV doing pay per views and watch him do some stuff. I don't know if it's cool to name them. So, you know, just, you no doubt, no doubt. No, no. The guy's rings like added perspective to what jewelry was worth. You know, just by visuals. Like, yo, you stand next to a guy like that, and it's humbling. Like it's so humbling. Like when I look at like so many of the people who I've talked to's lives, it's like I've had blessings, but I also know that like. I ain't accomplished shit in the big picture of accomplishing shit to have the ego. Like, you got to realize in that conversation, you are literally in the conversation with Jay-Z. It, there's no anything else. And you're you're competing with history. And it took me a long time to accept that, like, I can do my part. But, like, I might not be Jay-Z. I'm probably not going to be a Jay-Z. Okay. But you could be a Jeru. Facts. Which I'm... And and totally tour with. your whole life, which sounds lit. You could be a tech nine, and have your own merch and your like, own branding, and then push forward. These guys and sell it a certain definitely way. Definitely have the humility of life on how to conduct good business. I'm understand. not saying you you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, because right? I don't look at it like I can't, bro. I look at Aesop Rock as an example. Okay. That guy looks like he's having a great time. He makes exactly the music he want to make. He's got tons of fans that support him. Exactly. Like yo, if I could pull a hundred k a year. Off of music clean. That's it. That's the real goal for me. But then you got to realize, like... The effort the, the effort that you got to pull. Not with all that, but... You got to pull in. You got to push in. To achieve that, too, you uh, have to know how to play your role in every room. And to do that, you got to recognize when you ain't shit, which is in a lot of the rooms with a lot of the people. Definitely. That's what I've been learning all about. Because, like, being in the room with Jero, bro, I never felt, like, small like that before. Like, you have this knowledge of, I am the least significant human being in this room. <laughs> like, definitely. Like, the posse's more definitely. significant. Yeah. I'm there with Ricky D. I'm there with the fucking next mans. I'm there with whatever. Willie Scandals walks in, and we're up in the green room, so this is his turf, and these are all his people, too. I'm like, damn, I am, like... Nothing. I'm not even on the ladder. Yeah. Like, these guys don't know who I am. I'm just, exactly. like, dead ass. Perry had to co-sign that I was chill. That's yeah. how. That's what it's like. My God, you're in a field where shit's clicking. You understand? And you're just like, okay. yeah. And so that's why, like, how do you push forward though? You know what I mean? Do you do you, do you, you stand back? Role. Do you stand back with two eyes and two ears, one mouth less? You know what I mean? Are you are are you the voicers type and forget that you got all this and you know what I mean? A mix of the both because we all learn through experience. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, I respect the honesty because me personally, what I've learned is, like, I, I'm vocal. People see that. I'm regulators. I'm vocal. I'm out here at 730, right? But at certain times, you'll see me on my, and now I'm on, I'm on uh, some scheming shit. It's because I got two of these, and I got two of these, and one of these. So I know at certain points, I'm just going to kick it back, right? Mm. And I'm just going to, ah, ah, and I'm going to hear joints. And I get home and I talk with my lady or I hit Jimmy up or I hit Mass or Snake up. And I'm like, ah, ah, you know what I mean? Because I was hearing more than I was saying. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I had to learn a lot about that. Um, you'll notice over the course of, you know, life, I talk a bit less in public. And I mean, mm -hmm. it depends on who I'm with, too. Sometimes I'm in a mood. But, like, uh, well, you I seen you know, I. I I seen you on some some shroom nights or or yeah, those are fun. Uh, yeah, the shroom nights. Are <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Yo, thirty five with no kids. Definitely you gotta live it up. Hit for them those. shrooms. Shrooms is natural. I eat shrooms too. Yo, 
Um, it's definitely something I have to figure out more before I'm willing to do it. Yeah. You know how little money I spent that night? On oh, man. Because you're not drinking. That's Nothing. Like the main just rule. water. And, and yo, if there's oh, food, man. you're like, okay, and you're going to not eat a lot because you like kind of. Chicken's are... okay, but like pizza's no good. No, I ate pizza that night. Was uh, no good. I was down. Um, but like, yeah, I did shrooms that night. I might, you know, kept the ghost going. That performance was what it was. Definitely. I sweated it everywhere. Yeah, it was sweated dope, dope. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but like, for me, it's like at the same time, I like think a lot about these situations after the fact. And there's been a lot of times where like, yo, you can almost see somebody's interest fade if you talk too much. Sure, you can almost see when you fucked up the moment. So like, bro, I'm gonna probably blunder for the next the rest of my life is what it's going to, I'm, I'm, I'm one on of them talking guys, but I've learned a lot how to identify when this is not the right time and to at least shut the fuck up and let other people tell me their stories a lot. I'll let people tell me their stories a lot before I start talking. So at the very least they know that I care. <laughs> so I'm just going to give a good interlude to, to, to masses sit down with you when massive sits down with you masses on some, yo don't fucking hold your tongue for nothing. <laughs> Let this shit out. Massa said, yo, I hold my tongue for one year. He said one year of his life, right? That's crazy. He held his tongue. He's like, this is the worst fucking year of my life, he said to me. I was like, motherfucker, calm down, you know? He's like, no, you have to talk what you got to talk. If they don't want to listen, fuck them. I'm like, that's ah, my dude. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. Sometimes I think that's appropriate because at the same time, if you don't ever talk, maybe they don't know. And they, you know what? never know. There's a lot of things and that- they assume. There's a lot of things people don't know about me because they only ever see me in certain contexts. And so sometimes I'd be on my like, you know, we, we just talking because, you know, you're feeling away. Yeah. And then other times it's like, who am I talking to? Right. That's another thing. Like, yo, I guarantee you next to Nate Husser, I'm going to absolutely not be talking like an idiot. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's depending on the night, brother. That's facts. But it's also not right away. It's also like, yo, I don't know him like that. I never met him like but, that. But in order for you to, uh, in order for you to stay true to yourself, I mean, it's just going to be a conversation because that's how you got to have it with each person, right? Because like, if you meet a star, right, and you're just, mm. ah, you're like this. Now your tongue's caught. You can't say nothing, right? You got to treat every you know, person. I don't have that problem. I have the. I need to shut up because I'm just going to run my mouth in this motherfucker. Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's cool though. You might meet you might meet the best friend of your life because That's you ran in your mouth and he That's was willing fact. to listen. That's a fact. But like you know, like anyway, I just realized I'm about to meet a lot more famous people mm -hmm. and have a lot of moments where I'm gonna either talk too much to the uh, I'm not worried. This I, isn't like stressing, right? Like, listen, poison pen. I embarrassed the fuck out of myself in front of him and forever <laughs> he's gonna well yeah, because I met the wrestler. Rappers didn't phase me. Okay. I watched this man's win belts and shit when I was okay, 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 <laughs> I was okay. such I was such a dark like So you went in like like fanish. Yeah, because we were in the studio. Okay, okay, okay. It was it was on some like wow What studio? This random one in Brooklyn. Word. And I was watching oh, the make a song. Oh, when you said you went down there. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. This a whole moment. And then Poison Pen and my mans laughed at me so hard. And then laughed at me. Like, they were on a call, knowing I was listening, laughing at me, talking about me. They laughed at me again in person. They and laughed at me again on camera. You know what? And that's what you got to <laughs> you, you gotta utilize it was, the situation. And it was just like pictures well deserved. and laugh more with them. Facts. You know I mean? It was made very clear yeah. to me that if you can't handle this 
get the no, fuck yeah, out. Exactly. And I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this from a place of oh no. I was more like owning it. Like yo, yeah. I know exactly who I am and how this shit plays out. Sometimes, thankfully, most of them play out real good. <laughs> My guy, I've been laughed at more than I've been laughed with. That's how I, I feel, feel my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool. You don't know you wanna know why? Because anybody who was laughing at me before is now trying to roll with me. Mm. You know what I mean? They yeah. laughed at me at a certain point in time, but when they see me out here and I'm doing my yo, Raylan's doing their thing and ah uh, ah uh, yo. Yeah. You the same guy that was laughing at me. I ain't gotta call you out. I just don't gotta really gotta you know what I mean? That's curve. Funny. I guess you have been around for a long time doing this music shit because if you were like doing it back then, you're saying you were involved in like the hot era of Montreal when you were like 20. Yeah. And yo, Montreal's, Montreal was hot like for some years. Like I said, Roy Hinock had to join Jumpin', bro. Butter babies, you know what I mean? Like people's out here really doing their thing in Montreal, right? No, I, for I, real. I know. So like when I got here, like Mag, yo, word, when I got here, Mag was like, Mag was like, he, they, like they'd have him on their, 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 you know what I mean, top five and shit. Like people would say that shit, you know, Biggie, Pac, that Mag, you know what I mean, type shit. Like Mag was really a, a barsman, you know what I mean? Right. Novocaine, you know what I mean? Barsman, you know what I mean? Like people was on their shit where people would say, "Yo, this is my top rapper," type shit. You know what I mean? That's wild because you don't hear that kind of love now. Yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy because there's spitters here. So if you don't got love where you're at, you ain't gonna get love to where you're going. You know what I mean? Mm. People got people got love back then for real. Who are your favorite spitters in the city? Unbiased? Yeah. Just like who? who like, you don't have to say my name or no shit. Like I'm not fishing. I'm just I'm curious for like who you for like from. like who I'm fucking with. Yeah. Um. Uh. I definitely, yo, I already, like, Jimmy, yeah, he's the homie, but, like, it's, what he raps about, I can relate, I can pick up, like, I could break it down, and I could, you know what I mean? Sometimes I, I don't understand it, and it's all good, because he's in his own world, but right. he, Jimmy got barred, you know what I mean? Widget, mm. and not just because he's family. Nah, right? I mean, I just like, saw his 30 for 30 verse. No, gee, like, not just because he's family, Widget actually got it. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Yo, Wavio, Wavio got some shit. You know what I mean? And like, and we're talking about like back in the day shit. Wavio got some shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I fuck with Showbiz. You know what I mean? I do fuck with Chrome shit. Heavy. I mean, like in new school, uh, King K, bus, his tracks just it, it rings. You know what I mean? Right. It rings to me. King K's got something to the way he does it. It rings to me like when I hear his shit, I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, Chef Rambo. I don't think I know Chef Rambo. Top it. You know what I mean? Rambo's doing his thing. You know what I mean? Uh. Like I said, Shab, you know what I mean? Shab's doing his thing. CY's doing his thing, you know what I mean? Like, there's artists out there just actually ding, ding. And again, what's a hit now, right? We could go back to what's a hit. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole different conversation. Exactly. Because, I mean, there's a hit in hip-hop, and then there's a hit 
like exactly this I'm one's sure it hits it's going of, it's going boom i feel like our city as a as a whole likes edm the most right now mm. not necessarily i think i don't even know if hip-hop is in the top five of montreal like to be honest i'm talking about the whole population montreal got some work to do right because montreal's got the metal side that's really doing big it's got the edm side it's got the jazz side i'll tell you the french rapper right now is doing numbers yeah that's facts it's doing numbers no, that's, that's facts. I didn't. There's a couple I French, about the French there, there, sometimes. There, yeah, there's a couple French like tracks. Just sold up Plas Bell two days in a row. There's a couple French tracks right now on my Spotify, right? Uh, Paranoia, Kinzo or something like that. Paranoia, like the track just hits. Yeah, you know I mean it's it's on my joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it always pops up. You know what I mean? There's certain tracks, like there's artists out here doing it. It's just. Can we support every ch- everybody? Because if you can't get love here, you're not going to. It's hard to get love elsewhere, and they're not bumping you here. That's super true. I mean, I hear a lot of people talk about this whole, oh, if you leave and pop somewhere else, they'll get love here. And I'm like, I don't know about that, bro. I gotta sell tickets in Toronto. It's harder to sell tickets in Toronto than it is to sell tickets in Montreal. I could tell you that much, at least for me. Look, busy NASA, right now off my playlist, right here. Busy NASA, Mike Shab. Jean-Luc, Mike Schaub. You know what I mean? That's just right there off the jump. Yeah, it's, it's cool that you can answer that. R.I.P. Jean-Luc. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, at one point, uh, Duscott says, start asking people who their favorite Montreal rappers is and watch how nobody answers your question. And for the... <coughs> no, you did. Oh, okay. But most people couldn't honestly name a bunch of Montreal rappers they actively bump. No, no, my shit's right here. Like, I can no, scroll I my joint. You. I believe you. You know what I mean? You just came with a really thorough answer and showed that you really tapped in like that. Whereas, that's cool to see. I'm, I'm trying to say you like. Yeah, no, no, like no. I, I'm unbiased. If I don't fuck with your shit, I will literally tell you I don't fuck. Oh, Jay Nor. Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with his shit. I fuck with his shit too. I fuck with his shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's artists out here I could tell you, yo, I'm tapped in. And in the past year, it's you. Chrome, like, inviting me out certain joints. Like, you know what I mean? Obsidian? Obsidian's got some growth in her. Yeah, in yeah. the past year? Yeah. Word. She learned how to perform. Like, <sighs> learn how to perform. Like, to go from kind Come of the on, shot awkward dog. girl at the bar to, like, yeah, like, yo. Choreograph shit. Like, oh, say word. You be Full like, outfit. There, like, she's, like, she did a she's full thinking the process. Change. Yeah. <laughs> she's thinking the process of the whole shit. Like, she's a superstar already. Because that's, that's how we're supposed to think about each other. We're superstars. Let's get it popping. And have fun with it. And well, Oh, yeah. Definitely have fun. If you ain't having fun, just go home. <laughs> Let, let's be honest, right? Just go home. Don't have the sour face and all that. You know what I mean? Nah, nobody needs yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I, what I would love to see more of is people dancing. Like, that's the one. Because, you know, I was at Blue Dog the other night for that, sh- that shit that Widget was hosting. I don't, I, nobody seemed to know about it. So I pulled up. Because I found it randomly. Shut up, Facebook events. Yeah, no, no one posts it and fucking promotes it, right? They said I. I talked to the man and I said, "Lo, broski, well, let me tell you how I found this event by fluke." Because somebody said, "Yo, it's popping to Montreal by fluke." I went on Facebook events and filtered to today, and you happened to pop up. Crazy shit. Had I not done that, do you think I would have found this? Like, no, you didn't even have it on the Instagram. It wasn't nowhere. My guy, a hundred to two hundred people on my stories every day. Yeah, and I'm posting my shit 
all the time. I want everyone to see where I'm going. Now you put work in on that fuck, and then you even do the stitches and reels. You you're like okay. On, one of my favorite parts about you is in this era where everyone tries to fight being the influencer man. You're like fuck it. I am the influencer man, and I appreciate that about your brand. Well, it's just about bigging up everybody. Again, if we all can't win together, we're not. We're we are not going to win. We could be divided. It's going to be small increments then. Man, if it's divided, other cities will just keep. We're only getting Whatever small increments. If, if we're divided, the... we're only getting small increments. We're not going to get to the stages that we all want to get to. Everybody should want to sit down with you and do want to do your uh, do an interview with you. Why? Build themselves, help build you. Facts. And then not just me, yo. Then you gotta Build go to Montreal. hustle podcast. Exactly. Then you gotta hit up low key is a vibe. And exactly. All that shit. You gotta hit young up five hundred four online mix. Come on, yo, yo, everybody. Clips, huh? I realized I was at an event with Young Clips and didn't know he was Young Clips, and I should have chopped it up. <laughs> yo, my guy, I, I, everybody holler at me. You know what I mean, salute to you to having me on first. You know what I'm saying? Because no one wanted to give me an interview. I've been hitting up people. Say word. I, yeah. I mean, I gotta Look. give love to Hustle Podcast. They had me on like episode fifteen, so all love to them. But um, don't work. Haven't been on much of the. Sh- I was thinking about that. I haven't actually done a lot of other shows. Like I've interviewed a lot of people. I'm not saying I deserve it. Like this isn't some like oh if if you don't want me on your show, it's not like. But it's just where are the the other shows I could go on? Like I really run it. I did Hustle Podcast. Low key doesn't do a lot, you know. Like he's kind of does what he does. And then I, I now know about the clips, folks, so I'm going to check them. But, like, it doesn't seem like there's enough of this, to be honest. What I want to see is, like, 40 more interview shows pop off. Like, people think sometimes that, no, that's all I want is that there's so many that there really is an industry. Where it really is, like, you as an artist have something to drop. Mm. You can hit 15 fucking shows and then really get your buzz on and really we can ba- we then can all backlink to your shit like there's bigger reasons to this for like SEO person one anyway. person that I know that that's been on that and I met him 2 years ago right DJ White Sox I'm not sure who that is you didn't meet him yet eh nah I met DJ White Sox like 2 years ago through Jimmy and uh Craven you know what I mean right and um super solid guy you know what I mean and be somebody nice for you to link up with. You know what I mean? Just to cross-examine and do your thing with. You know what I mean? Because at the end, you have to have tunnels to build. You know what I mean? That's facts. And that guy, super solid guy. Now that I think about it, when you're talking about no one ever linked you up, dog, White Sox, if you're listening, you know what I mean? DJ White Sox, man. Link up with Holden, man. Do a cross-examination. You know what I mean? Nah, there's a lot of cool people though. Thankfully, I linked up with the history guys, and we were yeah, able to man. start chopping it up there. Like they're gonna be on the show at some point, and like, you know, like that they linked me to the Association Musique Urbaine du Quebec, dope, and they be like fucking needing help with some English shit, and I'm like, wow, you know, like tap in, bro. No, for, I, I, I'm, come but on. y'all, on that note, y'all gotta go to these networking events. If you speak French, because if you don't speak French, I try. I, totally... I try, but when they see that I'm trying, all of a sudden they can speak English. I swear to God, yo, every time 
I'd be no, like, yo, Marge, right? Because I wrote this whole, like, I started the blogging shit. And part of it was like, look, this shit was French, French. So if you don't speak French like that, you might not want to. They're like, you're making a good point here. We might have to try a little harder to yeah. be. Or, like, in my opinion, they should just do two separate events. Do the French, French. And then, because the panelists are bilingual. Yeah. So then do the French part and then do the English part. Bilingual then, part. Because you got to have the franglais. The franglais is extra right now. You have to be good on your franglais. Yo, but I'm trying to actually think about it from a knowledge sharing perspective. Like, mm. how many of our peoples out there don't speak French enough? I, had, guy, tru- I had trouble. People, fr- bear people speak franglais. Moi, je parle beaucoup franglais, big. Yo, but we're talking like real jargon talk. Like, Yo, big. Like, I, it's, it's because I do moving. Mm. So I speak with a lot of pure language. They hit me with some, like, country talk. And, like, all I hear is, Right? I, I shit you not. And I have to depict where I laugh or answer. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> Yo, you know, because you're bringing me back to customer service days. I used to talk to people in France on the phone. Now, I could do Quebec French, but when I first started talking to France people, bro, I had no idea what the fuck they were saying. My guy? What's an arrobaz? My guy? Nobody taught me what an arrobaz is. You don't know what pure lane is. Nah. Exactly. That's our real French. And I'm telling you, You'll be out there like Montreal's one type of French. You're saying that, like country French, it, it, and and they speak it all outside of Quebec, and no, also uh like the outer right, edges, right, right, right. the outer edges, like like, like the, outside the of like Quebec, like outside of Montreal, Laval, and Brassard, you're gonna hear pure lane, like like this shit is real. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm, I'm being real. Like they're gonna say some shit to you. You're like they're gonna be like, oh, muy lo. And you're gonna be like, oh fuck. You're gonna be, you're gonna, and it's a whole fucking joke that you just, they're laughing and you just missed it. So now they know you ain't pure lane. I'm telling you, B. I'm, yo. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Yo, this shit is crazy. Yo, shoot, yo, salute to all my people, all the pure lanes. Pascal, moi je t'aime tout. Moi je t'aime tout. You know what I mean? I have no discrimination. I try to speak my franglais proper. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Yeah, dog. You have to be, dog. If you're English tongue, speak that franglais because then they know you're trying. No, I speak French, like, well enough. Like nah, I don't speak it well enough. I'm like... But I speak franglais good enough. I use the term functionally bilingual. Like, I'm not bilingual enough to understand rap, battle rap in French. Battle rap in French, which I was just tested on... Not yeah, my forte. Not my forte either. But if the lyrics are on the screen with the subtitles, no, no. I'm okay. I can read battle rap while listening to it, and I can follow that conversation. But like, and if it's at work and I gotta holler at you in French, it's alright. We good. And I found because at one point, girl said my French accent was cute, and it got me laid. So I was like, moi je parle français maintenant. C'est comme ça. I had, you know, when I was a young boy, I heard that too. You know what I mean? And I thought my bonjours and my da da da, my rules and ahes was all blessed. Just not blessed. You got to get more into <laughs> no, it. No, right? I like like I, I I was able to go on dates and just speak French the entire conversation. That's crazy. I'm bad at it, but good enough to get through the conversation with Shadi. Follow it, and she. Shouty. I've had girls he be said, like, Shouty, followed it. Stop speaking <laughs> English, broski. You're hurting your chances. Word. And I'm like, duns. And then, like, yo, you realize in the office place, there's, like, people who it's, like, there was one guy I used to work for. 
I didn't have to speak in French. I just had to say bonjour and say four words in French and then flip to English and it was good. But if I started in English, he would act like he didn't hear me. <laughs> it, was the, it was like okay and the, you know you would just like okay you just get used to french my god i pull up to people's houses right to move them mm. the whole day they're speaking to me french right when it's time to do the bill they know how to speak english you know what, I mean? <laughs> what no 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 i'm not paying da, 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 da. <laughs> i'm telling you all of a sudden i don't speak english you say you motherfuckers because i know you know what i mean I'm in the field, you know what I mean? I'm also seasoned, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Love yeah. and respect the holding, man. Love and respect the holding, man. Behind the suit, bridging yeah. the gap. So, yo, with, with that thing, so you're with RVR back then, right? And you'd be doing your shit. Yeah. What, like, made you stop musicking? Or was well, that? No, well, what happened was, right? Street shit happened. So right. RBR basically closed down because street shit. And then I was having kids at the time too, right? Family shit. Family shit. So I was more focused on my 40 hours a week on the, on the job. And then, you know what I mean? I was a young guy running around doing my life. You know what I mean? So I was doing that after work. And, yeah, music was just wasn't a priority. That you know what sense. I mean? So, like, raising my kids, providing for my if kids. I'm not mistaken, you have quite a few. Yeah, I got a couple. I got six. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got six, right? I got six kids. Proud, proud I got six kids, right? Um, at the time, right, of RBR, I had one. And then, like, nearing the end of RBR, I had my second. You know what I mean? Because my kids are, all my kids are uh, three years apart. Right. Right? So as the time ran for RBR, I basically had two kids in the span of the time of RBR. You know what I mean? Turns into a family man. You got to focus, build up. Basically, right? And then you're doing art the whole time still? Or? Okay, so now with the art, again, when working full time, I couldn't, I didn't have time to sit down and concentrate. Right. You know what I mean? And again, while I'm still working, I'm still running around the roads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Basically, you know what I mean? Like, that, that was thing. life, you know what I mean? doing thing. Yeah, it is 20 plus years ago, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? Another era. Yeah. Young me, right? So I'm still running around. Shit happens, you know? Besides that, well, with running around, you end up getting jail bids. Right. That, that's, if you don't get jail bids, you're a snitch. It's, I'm, I got to put that out there. If you don't have a record, if you're running around and you, oh, I'm super clean, nine times out of ten, you are snitching. 9.5 times. Right. That's, I'm not going to doubt you on that. I would, I'm just, I'm just letting it out. Based on the general Facebook conversation, it seems like a hot topic, but it does feel like the Montreal police are pretty good at what they do. Oh, yo, like, no hate on police. Police are, police is a profession. And if they do what they do, people get caught. Ah, but that JLB goes 20 plus years ago. Dude, you look young. Broski's older than me. <laughs> you know? That's a, that's what it is, though. Yeah, just running around, you know what I mean? And, uh, 
So when it came back time for music, like I got a whole project right now that I did with Young Jedi. Right. By his house. He recorded, mastered the whole joint. I just never released it. How come? Because shit that I'm actually saying on that record is not good for personal look. You know what I mean? And what I got, I was just, I was, I was more or less angry. Mm. You know what I mean? I was more or less angry and things. And, uh, like, I was just going through shit. You know what I mean? So I spit a lot of bars. Like, and if people are listening, they could pick out the subliminals. Ah, so you don't want to have to deal with that. So, not that I didn't want to deal with it because I'm fully confrontational. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm regulators, right? So, like, I regulated myself, but no one ain't going to step to me because I regulate that as well. Right, right. But at the same time, I got to be cautious on my movements. You know what I mean? So I let certain shit just like a whole project, bro. And the project is fire. Like I could I'll send you the shit for you to bump on your lonesome. Yeah, I hear you. Gee, it's hard. But again, I was jacking beats and all that. It this is like two thousand fourteen or something. You know what right. I mean? I just went in an era just you know what I mean? Like it was still two thousand five. You know what I mean? I just grabbed a whole bunch of beats, did a thing, the shit's fire. Will I release it? Probably not. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It'll be one of those things that surfaces in 20 years when everyone's rich and you don't have to stress it. Or dead. Yeah. Yeah. Once or you know, well, yeah. Far enough yeah. in the future. It's not a mean? concern anymore. One or the other. You know what I mean? If everyone's rich or dead. However it works. It's a good way to put it. <laughs> I mean, that's how they do it with those FBI files and shit. Lock mm -hmm. it away till pretty much everyone's dead. Or rich. They or just released someone's files. The JFK the, files. JFK files, eh? That was dope. I seen that. I seen a little snippet on that. I wanted to watch like everything though. Yeah, I'm fascinated by how that all works out because there is a bunch of bullshit, and then it gets released. Yeah, I don't know if you ever read Charlie Wilson's War. My guy, that shit was the hardest. Like just these books. JFK, they blame a, a black man for doing it though. Say again. JFK, that's one where they uh, they blamed a black man for doing it the whole time, right? I don't know about if JFK was... Okay. JFK, that's the president. Yeah, I don't know about the black man. And it was uh, Woody Harrelson's father who supposedly hit, supposedly hit him. I thought it was that Booth guy, but that might have been a different guy. Nah, like, I'm pretty sure that's a JFK one, whereas Woody Harrelson's father that hit him. Mm. I'm pretty sure, because, like, I'd be watching shit, a whole bunch of shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, dog. And then, like, now they release the files on it, you know what I mean? I was like, yo... The, I, I want to get into it more than I talk on it, but, you know, that's a nice one. No, I find that stuff really interesting because when you really dig into it, like, it's as ludicrous as the movies make it. And then a lot of shit, like, when the Ed Edward Snowden shit came out, like, my dad had been talking about a lot of that shit my whole life on some conspiracy theory shit, right? Like, you just... He saw, like, that Mel Gibson movie when he was young. He was just on it. He was paying attention, always going. And then the NSA leaks happened, and my dad was right about, like, 80% of his bullshit. He was definitely wrong about some of his bullshit. Definitely wrong. But he was so right about so much of it that he had just deduced and figured out. I'm like, damn, eh? It's really, like... Shit comes out, bro. It's really like that, though. Like, I'm not one to, like be like there's an illuminati but if you're gonna tell me there's a mm. bunch of rich guys and corporations that, that meet once a year shit? like Come yeah on, but man. it's like 
it, to me, it's just follow the money more well, than anything else. I've been not in like big corporate shit, but just in what I've been doing. And there's their own secret society in that. You know what I mean? You'll see who like, get the contracts. Like the art world or the... No, the, in the moving world. Mm. In moving. In Montreal, right? You'll see who get the contracts and the transport, who's doing this and da 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 It is what it is. That's the life. You know right. what I mean? That's the life. That, that's, that's not something you could ever bypass. You know what I mean? It's about how do you get in on it. You know what I mean? Because that's, cause that's the only way. Like, I mean, if you're talking about getting paid, really? Is how do you get in on it? Because at this, at, yeah, at this point, we're the bottom feeders. We are absolutely the bottom feeders. As I learn all about, like, you know, I'm starting to learn more about how the shows work, like, at the big, the next level. Not the big level, just the next level. And it's like, oh, wow. My guy. Ultimately, we are all the labor. Yeah. And we yeah. are not going to make a lot of money. And if Nothing. you don't play ball. Okay, to be fair, not nothing. I'm going to sell pickle shirts and you're going to sell regulators hats and Definitely. shit. So we're going we're gonna to do something with it. But, like, it's not going to be like anyone's going to hand you a bag because end of the day, there's so many artists right now in the, the layer we're in that if you're not willing to make that guy some bread off of your effort, then why is he even going to look your way? Because there is just that many people willing to. How many to artists do you think was walking around on, say, Patty's Day Parade? with their merch how did that go i saw the experiment with the you 12 know, I was the only one because i was looking i wanted to make a post with someone i wanted to say someone else is out here doing it like me mm. i walked up and down i tried to do my best you know what i mean no one else is out promoting themselves bro i'm like i'm a walking billboard i feel that i'm a walking billboard i don't do this just in now i do this when i'm at work when I'm at work, you know all my hoodies? Say regulators across the front. I wear two chains that say regulators on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel no, that. No, for real. Like, now it's about to get into to the nice weather and I start rocking the hats out. This one, you know what I mean? Oh, yo, let me get those hats. I have all them hats in the truck. Yeah, I'm with that. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been learning about it a bit. Like you see, I got the bag Roll done. I got all the day fucking long. shoes done. All, yo, the shoes? I got to salute you. You jumped me one. I just, I went you on jumped the... jumped me one. Because that <laughs> one, I was like, yo, I need the shoes. And they went and did them. I'm like, all right, now I got to chill. I can't do the shoes right now. I got to get a whole new mold. <laughs> I can't do that mold. You know what nah, I mean? But I mean, salute I was just you. Because, like, yo, I realized, I see what you were doing. And I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I don't try to copy things I see that work. No, and, no. You're supposed to emulate and, and make and better. But it, And then like, I'm like, okay. Like, so like I try to get people like, you know, get the pickle shit if you're down. But oh, I have on. to wear it every day then. Yeah. Because if I'm not yeah. willing to put that on every day. Every day. Like The only reason I'm not wearing the pickles for this one is because I, it's a and I And one. I salute you for that, brother. You know, like, I know just, what it is. I know just, what it it's is. Just, you know, I salute. But we got the pickles on the screen. We're all right. <laughs> Tap it. But it's really like, it's really about the, the, uh, it's really about believing that your shit is something that people really fuck with. And I know you've been at the regulators for a hot minute, but like, when did that actually come to like (coughs) start? Cause like, we've talked about a bunch of stuff, but that's like, you know, the the merch side. 
Yeah. There's the merch side and then there's the family side, right? The family side basically came apart 11 years ago. So this would be like with Massive and all them or? No, this is me, Randi, and Quince. Okay. I mean? it's, it's just us three in the beginning. And it grew to what it grew to. You know what I mean? But it was just us three, you know what I mean, chilling. I don't actually know how big Regulators is right now. Because there's the street side, and now we're making mm. the music side. and Fair enough. And, you know what I mean, there's a different, you know what I mean, to everything. Because even again, to the people that I started it out with, I don't talk to them every day. Right. I don't talk to them every day. I don't, you know what I mean, like, and it was only us three. But them two guys, I don't talk to them two guys every day. Do I wish I talked to them every day? I do wish I do, you know what I mean? But we don't. And it is what it is. But when we do talk, it's always love. Right. You understand? So now I took that. And I, I, it was, it was more or less everyone saying, yo, if you made something, I'd rock it. That's what it turned into. Right? Right. And that's when COVID happened. So I had time. I had some, a little bit of money saved up, so I invested into myself. You know what I mean? So I made the regulator's brand. You know what I mean? And what it came from that, I was getting more love in the States and out of town, bro. I wasn't, nothing was Montreal, bro. You know what I mean? So you just started the regulators and were like selling it over Instagram or Instagram word, just Instagram. And I was doing more numbers off Instagram. Were you doing like paid stuff or was it just organic straight paid? Right. Like, they're, they're paying me for everything. No, I mean, like were you pushing ads or no, definitely not. So you just started posting people would come across yeah, it because I like I'm a polo head. Right. Okay. Okay. So you so, tapped in. So like. It started with, like, me just, like, posting joints of, like, all my polo shit. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I built a good crowd just off my polo shit because I got a good collection of just, like, rare joints. You know what I mean? Like, but I appreciate the art, you know what I mean, of clothing. So that's why, like, Ralph is one of the ones. You know what I mean? Right. Boom. Started doing that and tapping in. I did send a couple joints out for free. You know what I mean? Hail up a couple heads. You know what I mean? Like real low life heads, you know what I mean? Send them out the packs and boom. From there, it's like there was no traction. You know what I mean? You right. know what it is. Like you get a good couple runs and then like. I mean, I had a couple. Day, I had a one day where I sold three and that felt like incredible. And I don't even know in the next my one. God, I, I had sold. six. I had six going to the U.S. in one day. That's crazy. Six in, to the U.S. in one day. And then I had, like, the next day I had, like, one for Calgary. Two days after I had some going to Vancouver. I was like, yo, I'm here, I'm there. Like, I just felt like I was going everywhere, right? Quick. And then shit died down. Mm. But now me and Mass have been cooking. We've been cooking. We've been having tracks. Right, right. CY came through with, yo, he posts a post. I hollered. So I got you, OG. You know what I mean? Wow. From then, I've just been adamant. You know what I mean? Like, I'm checking people's posts and who's doing what showing here and here, what different street, because I'm trying to get it everywhere. Like, I could just do Blue Dog all day. Right. 
but we want to get elsewhere. You I know would mean? like to um, not necessarily do Blue Dog all day. <laughs> Listen, I'll do I whatever. I'll love to Blue Dog. Because you know, I'll, I'll be the at Blue, Blue Dog. Dog a lot. And I'm going to be at Blue Dog a whole lot. But, like, I would also like to not be at Blue Dog. I want to hit up everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you guys want to book me at Blue Dog, I'm there. You know what I mean? Regulators right. is there. You know what I mean? Piranha Bar, Belmont. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the spot that we hit up on January 5th? Uh, that was Timis. Unfortunately, that place closed. Where? Yeah, like right after that show, like we had just done a shot with the guy, yeah. Salu. We were going to hit him with the bar percentage conversation. Like, I know you don't need to be charging us on a Thursday like that. And uh, then the owner behind the scenes died and they're selling the play. Mm. And I'm like, what? This has never happened to me before. We spent so long searching. We found that the, was spot. the spot. Though, I'm telling and, you, that was And the then spot. that happened. And now that spot's donezo's as oh, of January. Man. So thankfully. I joined this board of directors for a charity thing, but in the meeting for that, I met Cliff, who owns the Wheel Club, which could be the spot. Yeah, it's nice. Like it's one of them joints where like that, what, 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 that's, that's that's the April twenty first show. Um, pop that in, bro. Yeah, we doing the next not another rap show uh, April twenty first at the Wheel Club, Sherbrooke and Cavendish. You don't know it exists probably, and that's part of the charm because it'd be one of them you don't know it exists joints. Mm. You walk through it, comes in, and then you walk downstairs, and it's got tables and it's got a stage area. There was a band playing. The sound was Dope. proper. You're like, what the fuck? Dope shit. And it was full of old people, broski. And we're there. To, we're there when. Uh, April 21st. Boom. April 21st. Tap in, yo. That's a fact. But, yo, and they got pinball machines, which is like. And what do you know, What do you want to do with yo, that? We're doing a pinball contest. Dope. Be because why not? If you get the highest score that night, somebody going to get $50 by having Boom. the highest score. Highest score gets 50 beans. That's just Everybody like that. tap in. That's it. And Dope. Then, yeah. Uh, all that. Dope. We're going to be doing that. Why? Because I don't see nothing in DG. That's no, not true. I gotta give love to fucking um, DG Kicks, baby. Not just DG Kicks, cause they did shit in DG, but uh, fucking drug profit shows in DG. Yes, that too, bro. So March twenty fourth. Like, so this is making me happy because yes, like sir. I spent a whole year whining about how there's nothing in DG. That uh, is a fact. Go. Yeah, yeah. And there yeah. wasn't a lot happening in DG outside of the occasional one thing at DG Kicks, maybe. And then. I'll give it to the Caribbean Food Factory. They be doing a few things, too. Oh, they're cooking, bro. But we're saying Come in the on, big man. picture, in the big picture, St. Laurent be where everything happens, right. and it's not happening in DG like I want. Sherbrooke and Cavendish. Yeah. Why not? Wow. You, know what's, you know what's a little bit farther up Sherbrooke? Concordia fucking University, bro. Wow, let's do this. Yo, why don't we all figure out? want to talk about how to like get hot in the city? How do we break Concordia and McGill and fucking Abbott? If we can find ways into these college kids' Smart land, Smart man. that's how, and yo, Smart like, man. I'm not saying I have the answers, because trust me, if I had the answers, we'd be all, I wouldn't we'd be, be all there. Yeah. I wouldn't be speculating on the podcast, but there. yo, I went to this young person event at Blue Dog the other night, because okay. it was after Widget's thing. Deuce? Deuce's thing? I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. Widget's okay. shit happened, and then these kids came through, and they had DJs. And it was full of men, which dead ass was encouraging because you want it's good to know the young men struggle with the sausage fest problem, too. Like, it's just a, it's like a universal it, problem. It is what it is, bro. But they were dancing, bro. All of them were turning up. And I'm like, damn, eh? 
that's a different vibe. And they all knew they they knew the tracks. Yo, you would be surprised at the tracks they knew. And I don't know how many n words got said in the room that shouldn't have got said. Level of you'd be surprised at the tracks they knew, because it was a bunch of white kids, and apparently everybody's a Bobby Schmurda fan. Is all I'm saying. It is what it is. So I'm saying I was. It's not a fight right now. There's bigger. There's bigger fights. That's a fact. But these kids, yo, the mix of music, yo, Chief Keef, bro, they really like Chief Keef. Yeah. I was like, Uh, maybe uh, I just missed some shit. But these are like twenty no, year olds, no, and they be listening nothing. to "I Don't Like." And yeah, I'm like what? That's great, you know. Like big track. Why? Why would they miss out on it? You know what I mean? Think I about know. it, right? I um, guess they'd be like twelve when the shit pop off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, that's what I mean. Like, it's like when you really think about it. Like, I don't know. I guess I wasn't as exposed yeah. to the "I Don't Likes" of the world when I was twelve. My parents was trying to shelter me from the swearing music. Yeah, I guess them years I was trying to shelter my kids as well. I guess <laughs> at that point, right? Yeah, no. I mean, you you don't want. I don't know. I don't know what it'd be like to be a parent in this era at all. It happened to deal with the social media situation. Yo, it's two fucking phone calls tonight. That's crazy. I never even get phone calls in my life. But um, doing numbers. Nah, it's all related to the shows. There are people I can call back after. <laughs> like promoting people. But nah, I don't know who's in the crowd. For all I know, the Chris Crumb just resubscribed with um, the Amazon Prime subscription. Yo, if y'all should be on Twitch streaming your shit to something. And I say that because Chris just gave me $2.50 USD because he already has Amazon Prime and it's free for him. Motherfuckers are missing out on bags on the streaming line. So, like, y'all be sitting there, like, doing okay. art. This is for you as an art man more than anything else because people hmm. be geeking on it. So, you don't even have to be on camera. You just set up a camera above your canvas and you paint on camera. And you will do far better than all. And then you take that video and you speed it up, and that's a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, yo, hold up. That's Sad. like fucking two times tonight. It's how it happens like that. But yeah, if you do that shit, man, like I'm telling you, my man's like, he played the art game for a bit. He maybe didn't stick with it long enough, but he ended up getting a few okay. commissions. And then he would go and stream the creation of the commission. Okay, so does it go through one one app from, or I got to like repost and all that? Nah, you see all that one over there? Yeah. That's OBS. That's yeah. what I'd be using. If you have a computer or whatever, there's a simple solution. If not, whatever. Uh, there's a there's a solution, and then you set it up, and then it broadcasts to the various things in the internet. So basically, if you're on your phone, you would use Twitch directly, like an Instagram Live. And I just emphasize Twitch because it's the easiest <coughs> way to literally get money like that. Hmm. And then if get people money like that, when I was like really, let's say I had my little blow up on Twitch two years ago. It was about two years ago now. I had like regularly, I was, I think I made two, $200, $250 in the span of like six months out of like just donations and shit. Mm. People would be pulling up and they can donate. I'm not asking y'all. That's not the point of this. I'm actually just trying to put the knowledge out there. Um, you can if you want though. But uh, with the Amazon Primes, it's free. I'm just saying. Uh, but like 
at the end of the day you can create mechanisms where like i don't know like how the hot tub girls will do it if you subscribe and you give me money i'll write my name your name on my body so you could have some shit where you have like a canvas on the side the donation board and then you quick hand style people's names for like 10 bucks like okay. these, these little things where okay, people okay. who want to spend money on it are watching you live or interact with you and that's the, this world of twitch and shit um that's why i'm on the talk show line like we, we stopped for a while so like i don't have nothing momentum wise going on in fact we just like restarted again in the last couple of months but when you're really running it then you get into the community and shit yo there are people who be like paying their rent off of fucking um twitch dead ass and I, I mean like in some cases and i'm not recommending this man's be waking up in the my morning. rent is not 650 i'm not saying it's <laughs> no no i'm just saying so i can't i gotta hit numbers no but holden gotta hit numbers because i know he lives where he lives and i know it ain't 650 it's not 650 here no let's hit numbers no but i see man's and he puts his rent up on the fucking thing and i saw this one all he does all day 10 hours a day is he smokes weed and he watches YouTube with you. And I know that that guy pays his rent. Of smoking weed. Dead fucking ass. I'm not saying we all can. That guy has been doing it as long as he's been doing it and figured out how to make his bags. But when you really look at what people are doing, like, yo, me and my man's Flacco, uh, Flacco just started a reaction show of sorts. Okay. Because, yo, you come on Twitch where you can watch the YouTube videos, but you don't stream that to YouTube. Then you get rid of the bad YouTube videos and you put that on YouTube after because it's not, you know, you, then you don't, you, you just be aware of where you're streaming where. Yeah. And then you just react to shit. But when you're on Twitch, the more you come to it, like right now, breakfast cereal is just pulled up. There's people live chatting, right? And okay. it's, Instagram is corny because of copyright. Let's be real. Everyone's on Instagram live, but the chat sucks and you're not getting money off of that. So if everyone stopped with the Instagram live, then we move the entire scene on the Twitch. Okay. There's a rating mechanism. So when this stream is done, we have seven people right now. Shout out all of you. We're going to take that audience to another channel and bring it with them. So imagine a Montreal hip hop was layered with like 50 rappers on Twitch doing different things, bouncing the community around like that. That's so. what the DJs do. To be fair, the DJs just go on Twitch and they play music. It's a little easier. I'm not going to act like, you know, like it's, it's a little different. But we could figure it out. <laughs> Shout out all the DJs on Twitch. Yo, bro, they are. Pick a DJ you know in they the city. All. They're all on Twitch. Shout out Blaster. Yeah, on Twitch. Shout out Zip. Yeah, I mean. Blaster's on Twitch every day at 12 p.m. And he goes live on Instagram to fun you. And yo, Blaster's Twitch is wild. It's a bunch of women sending booty shaking emoticons so that okay. booty shaking appears on the screen all right bella mella it's the weirdest shit ever but it's, all right bella mella i'm watching you bella mella that's what it is it's a fact you'll go on blaster shit if you're at 12 o'clock every day no, shaking no. booties he's sitting there doing his because the girls in the chat they can't they're not there so yeah to, to show that they're shaking their booty they send the fucking thing it's the craziest shit ever it's never men it's never men sending these things my lady sh uh, sends uh puff clouds <laughs> she's smoking all night long that's amazing yeah no, i know i yo shout out blaster you know what i mean he does his thing you know what i mean shout yeah. out twitch blaster puts a lot of people on and then uh twitch 
could put a lot of people on if we came here before Twitch dies because it'll yeah. die. Yeah, no, I'm serious. I am dead ass. I've been trying to get like because your know, Twitch isn't gonna. It's like everything else. If it's just me on Twitch, and okay. I'm the only interview show on Twitch, and I'm the only guy on Twitch, then we'll never do more than what I pull. But if you're on Twitch, and then the next match, and we build out a schedule where we, you know, synchronize. Like some, I take this slot, you take that slot. Every time I bring in, like I met a dude hmm. at the show, this DJ DiBiase guy. Never met him before in my life, but I've been raiding him on Twitch for like two years. So when he saw me and he realized who I was, it was like I never seen a man light up so big in my fucking life because I spent so much time boosting his channel over this Twitch shit. Because literally, there's no rappers for me to raid. Okay. Whatever. Nobody's okay. there. I have to go to DJs, and then shit. Half the time, there's not even people in Montreal on, so I'm just raiding who the fuck's on. Hmm. Interesting. Yo, he does have dope as fuck sets. MCOs responding to us in real time. That's what. That's why I love this live shit. When people make me do this not live, it's cool. But I like thrive on the fact that I know that there are people watching, watching us live. Yeah. And then the next evolution is to do this with the audience. And mm-hmm. then everybody paid a little ticket price, and then we talk in bags after. That's the well, future of all this I mean, shit. Tell you the truth, you have to have the dream. Kevin Smith had the dream and he did it, so now I'm just gonna copy his dream. Yeah, this man. survive. Yo, Kevin Smith rented a movie theater thing in fucking Michigan or wherever the fuck he is, and okay. he in 2008 or nine did live podcasts like it was like a movie. And yo, why wouldn't people want to sit there? MCO been here for like what two hours now. He been here pretty much the whole time. If MCO was at the bar right now having drinks, what's the difference to MCO at the end of the day between this kind of content and other kinds of content? He's just saying, I buy a ticket to watch that because we're entertaining people mm-hmm. as much as we're doing this. In fact, I think we'd enjoy it more with like just even 30 people. You know, just imagine 30 people. Just and then the Q&A time at the end. So probably you got to try that when you're open mics. Gotta find a venue that is willing to gamble. No, no, it's just the one of your open mics over there, Old Orchard. Yeah, I don't have the sway there. It's a, it's an off camera conversation, off camera, off camera. But yeah, you know, back and forth. You know. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the right venue will appear where it will make sense to do it, and when that venue appears where it makes sense, we're gonna make it happen. But the right venue has to want to do it, and mm. then honestly. It can't just be my shows, my thoughts. It needs to be a circuit of people. Like, we take a night at a venue, and if I do one week, then the next guys do the next week, the next guy, you know? As long as you have someone willing to articulate with you and go back and forth, then it's mainly just your show. Yeah, but I'm just saying about trying to promote live events, I've learned that you might not want to bite off more than you can chew. Trying to promote live interviews every week would be... Again, very it's, challenging. It's, it's going to be with people you could articulate with and have the conversation with. That's facts. If if it's someone that you couldn't have the conversation with them with off camera, it's probably someone that you mm. shouldn't have the conversation. But it's also with somebody who's willing to do it in front of the audience too, because then it's like mm. one thing people are cool with this, and I found out like, hmm, our, you know, it's a different game. Like I want to do that with like a Mike Shab. Or, like, there's certain people who I haven't hit up because I want to hit them with that experience because I know then it's going to be, like, a much better version than, you know, in the room, which, don't get me wrong, this is a cool vibe, but, like, there's just certain, like, I have the vision of where it's going to go. And the only, I was holding off 
mm-hmm. then I realized I had to just start doing it again or I'm never going to get where I want to go. But like, to me, this is no longer what the show is supposed to be. It's supposed to be in front of a live audience with interactions because otherwise people aren't going to realize how dope this shit is. YouTube isn't able to prove how dope this shit is. Although, shut up. We just hit 10 people. That's fucking hard. Shout out to everybody that tapped in. You know what I mean? Nah, it's there. It's a bunch of people. There. I don't know who's there, but MCO been trying the whole time. So you started the Regulators Clothing brand. You've been hustling it this whole time. And I know mm-hmm. you told me you're pivoting in, you're pivoting into art more seriously as mm-hmm. a as a hustle. So why don't you tell us a bit more about that while we got more people watching? Well, the thing with the art is that I involve the children with it. You know what I mean? So it's not really about me. It's more about what the children want to do. So if they want to add something to the canvas, now I actually want to add something to it. You know? So your kids get to be the directors of your art project? My kids, any kids. As long as, like... Oh, if there's, like, like a like, kid around. They like, just... if the kids want to just do art, like, let's just do art. You know what I mean? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, like, my daughter... She's like more or less on it. She's like, I want to paint. I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's like when we did the um, the barbecues last summer, the kids did the tie dye shirts. They they're out there spray painting with the guys. You know what I mean? Like they had fun, and that's that, really cool. That was like, all right, now I got to do more of the art because that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about me at that point. And so. Now and the art it sells. Um, you know, it, it's more of good ascent, good incentive when someone buys a piece. You know, right. So like more of the smaller pieces, the smaller con- canvases, I could give away if someone makes a full price purchase of whatever. You know what I mean? Merch. I hear. You. They're actually more like more intrigued. To like get the piece of merch because now they got a piece of art to hang up. So you find like bundling these two things together is yeah. kind of giving you an edge in terms of getting more people Definitely. invested. Definitely. And I be see people wildly posting your canvases all over that they're hanging up. We, I think we put out like forty in a year. I don't know how hard or easy that is, but it sounds like a good number. 40 canvases, all different sizes. It's, it's, I mean, it's some work, you know what I mean? Do you think, like, a lot of the street, the, the sorry, the folk that are currently tagging all over, like, if they were to focus the energy on hustling canvases, would that be an interesting move? Well, they could, but, you know, it's the part where, you know, when they come for you because of what you did already. You know what I mean? So you have to, like, literally switch up the entire persona for this? It couldn't be under the same name and the same... Because if they come for you, they come for you, right? Yeah, it's definitely a more complicated situation. Yeah. Without talking no names or bringing up anybody, it's just... To me, I I look at it as a, a tricky situation. I personally wouldn't do it. Because now when you made some money, now they want their reparations, right? So they're gonna let you they're gonna let you bubble a bit before they come. In a sense. You know what I mean? Right. And then 
No, that makes sense. So you'd either have to like really reinvent yourself from scratch and then come at it completely different. So like any of your alias and stuff now is not <coughs> at all what you went by in the past well, type of thing. It's like that or build a complete different brand. Like with the skill set. With no identity to it. Yeah. And then run it through somebody else. Or however which way you do it. You know what I mean? I mean, Banksy does manage to sell a whole lot of art staying anonymous. How anonymous is he, right? I don't know. I, I literally don't know. If if you're working with the big art dealers for million-dollar pieces, how anonymous are you? That's a fair point. So, that's whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's it, like, I ain't even trying to, like, talk or, I mean, on... Shut out Banksy, you know what I mean? Get your money, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to talk on anything, but I'm just saying, like, how far is anonymous? I mean, most of the regular people don't know who he is, but I suppose the people of authority... But regulators ain't regulars, so... Facts. We good. So the people of authority, though, probably do know who he is if they want to come for him, and he's probably... Essentially. Whatever. Essentially. He's already dealt with it, I'm sure. Essentially. Right. So that's the it's, it's it's you know when certain people come to a point where their pieces are actually like art pieces and and, and considered like that element of the world. Certain elements of that world won't even look at it as a crime, right? So basically, if it's going to bring tourism dollars, they'll look the other way. So the mural people get paid to go do some shit over there, and anyway. you think it's all oh, I get paid for that. Like, it's even in Montreal. We have a lot of murals up. Right. You think these guys are out there just doing that shit illegal? No, no, no. I've talked they to know a few who people. these guys are and so on and so forth. You know what I mean, a lot well, of these I guys get grants and shit. Most of the murals are commissioned from different places and whatnot. Grants and commission and so on and so forth. They go on painting. Like, shout out, you know what I mean, TOS, you know what I mean? Right. Like, the outlaws, you know what I mean? Shout out the outlaws, you know what I mean? You got the outlaws to this shit, and then you got the people who ain't outlaws to this shit. See, I mean, I've seen TOS's stuff all over. And, like, so in this case, you're talking the various crews that remain anonymous, do their things. Just do it. And create, like, really dope art around the city. I said that, I mean, just just go do your thing. I mean, just make things look pretty. I got mad fascinated by that whole world, especially with the bike paths, because you don't really see it from the streets. But when you start taking the bike paths all over Montreal, it's like you unlock this entirely different world. And I'm willing to bet 90% of that bike path shit is not commissioned. Off the love. Off the strength. It's gorgeous shit. And and, and they hit up up spots where you're like, how? Yeah, wildly like yo. I like, sometimes I just like want to get off and just start like filming everything. And cause then you realize Definitely. like that's that that's around, part of hip hop. Around NDG though, you'll start to realize like some of the shit disappears. Some of it does. Like that one building yeah. on Elmhurst that clearly nobody owns, that like nobody's dealing with, but like everything else is cleaned after a while. It is what it is. And it creates like this temporary error of some of this art. But it's, I don't know, I love the shit because it's like, to me, such a nifty subculture that I have nothing to do with outside of being a fan of. And um, it's just so hidden. It's just so nifty. I don't know. There's a lot of more artsy spots. You know what I mean, maybe, maybe because I'm more involved and more like, 
also because I spent a lot of time in the truck. So, like, I see a lot of, like, I see a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Where is, like, the nicest spots then? In the east side? Yeah. They have, like, a whole bunch on the east side. It's just, like, murals and throws and tags and, like, the whole collage of, like, the way it's set out. You know what I mean? You might have someone who had a commission wall that hit it up first. And then you just seen, like, the growth of everything and how, like, collage together. That's the real art to it. You know what I mean? So, like, the, the way it changes over time as more and yeah, more people add you could, to it. Yeah. Cross you can see, like, when and... paint peels and who uses what and what. You know what I mean? Like, who's rocking the good paint and who's rocking the shit paint. You know what I mean? But you could tell. You could tell who had the fucking the sprayers. Like, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? And, like, not really on the on the west side, but more on the east side, they have more of those walls. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, I, I appreciate that. Like, I like the vandal part, but also like the people who do pieces. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I love that shit. Like, growing up, people could turn, like, burners into pieces, like, semi-pieces, like Macer. Macer's a dope dude. You know what I mean? Right. Macer was, like, been kicking. You know what I mean? Been, like, crazy with it. But it's, like, you could always recognize who it is. You know what I mean? I mean, you can. I, um... <laughs> like very illiterate in this world like i like i i just basically i think it was shvelly actually it was shvelly's interview and he was talking about this whole subculture i didn't know existed photograph yeah and i didn't know anything about it and like dead ass this whole interview process has just been that like layers and layers of learning and then i started noticing it and then i started recognizing names and then I started recognizing the names in places where, like, hold up, you're all the way out here now. Like, you start, like, seeing shit. And, like, so for the last two years or so, I've been kind of, like, paying a lot more attention to it. But it went from being something I didn't know anything about at all to, like, my guy, it's I, just, to I, me, I, I this cool as shit. I lived in a truck for three and a half years, right? <coughs> like, working, right? So, like, I'm going back and forth working. I'm seeing all sorts of like Montreal artists, Nova Scotia, Vancouver. I'm seeing trains roll past me with Montreal names I realize, you know what I mean? I go, yo, this is crazy, you know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. Like, hip hop is like, it just travels, right. you know what I mean? And that's all part of hip hop. Like, once you start seeing that artwork, once you see start seeing that artwork, if you don't, recognize it with hip-hop you just have no concept to it all right you know what i mean i i get what you mean because that's what it comes down to like Seeing i the trains flow with the and just to understand the culture behind it too at least for me like i had to talk to people who did it like lush one was telling me about the la version of it all mm. and then like different people tell me about their different cities and like this next guy double a b there's a lot of gang shit with the graffiti yo that's, he was telling uh, me uh, like that, and that's and, and you know they'll say they're the the origins to it but it's like when i realized it's like there is like i everyone seemed to imply that in all cases the writers were the scariest of the hip-hop factions the most busiest yeah or the like, most busiest yeah. But, like, they're also literally doing this. The, the guys who did graffiti also did boosting. 
Right. So because they always stay the most fly. Because you could buy your own paint anywhere. No, but they also would boost their clothes. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So you're boosting paint. That was easy. <laughs> Bang. No, I mean, I, so I'm going to go get fresh. You know what I mean? Some people, calling no names, took it into a business. You know what I mean? How to supply the hood. Or what you need. They take I an mean, order. You know what I mean? There's a documentary I just watched on the low lifes where they like really broke this shit down into super detail on how it went down for the New York side of it all. My man, you know what I mean? I could only speak on Montreal. You know what I mean? Like, for real. like, And I've been in polo. You know what I mean? Right. And one man hit me up and this i got my whole polo page uh instagram popping for real one polo head said what you wear polo every day i go well i wear my work uniform every day but when outside of work yeah i mainly wear polo or my brand you know what i mean because that's what i was doing at the time right if you go back to my page whenever the page you got set up that's when i met the man and I just started posting polo shit. I've been had that shit. Like, and Booster's been coming through with polo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've been in that life. You know what I mean? Are you going to uh, Olivier's low life event that he's doing next week? I've seen it. I think I'm going to pull up. You know what I mean? It feels like you would, you would enjoy that. Why not? You know what I mean? Mm. I'm talking something different. Hopefully it's something that no one else got on. <laughs> Hopefully, you know what I mean? I got some joints, yeah. I mean, I got some joints it's just sitting there, you know what I mean? I hear that. I mean, to me, again, even the fact, all oh, this is new to me. So, like, I, I, like, literally be watching documentaries so I can follow the conversations and, like, catch up and nice. understand that shit. It's good, for, it's good for the culture because if you look in all the pictures and all the archives, Someone got a piece of polo on. It's facts. And if you like, yo, when you're in Brooklyn, doesn't even today, right? No, 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 but I'm, no. But I'm saying, like, right now, if you're in Brooklyn, everybody's got a polo on. Like, it's crazy how much low I saw. Just Brooklyn, my guy. Go, go anywhere's. Go anywhere's across the coast. Go Mexico. Go London. Right. It's deep, bro. Everyone got a everyone got the horse on, bro. It's it's a real deal, you know what I mean? Like it's a big culture, you know what I mean? And people support it and people's whole salute to it because it's recognized everywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just, yo, know, I got one piece. No, I got my style. You know what I mean? This is this what I got is the my shit. This is the shit that I wanted to get. Right. You know what I mean? Like we might have some pieces in common. Right, but your pieces and the pieces that you got and I don't got, I don't want the pieces that you know what I mean that you got. And you probably don't want the pieces that I got. So it's not that, like it's not just to have it. It's because yeah. this is how. Nah, you, you have your style. Yo, you have to have your style of the low. You can't just have everything. If you have everything, just you're a cornball. No, for real, you can't just have everything. You gotta have what what, what fits your style. Right. Yeah, I mean, if, if it ain't in your bag, you're, you're fucked up. You could just go spend the bag on everything. Just have, oh, I got everything. Okay. What, everything's your bag? Nah, because you don't have everything. 
You don't have the, the Indian heads. You know what I mean? You don't have the cookie joints. You know, you know what I mean? Right. You got You don't have skis. You like. You just gotta go with what you feel. You know what I mean? If that's if you want bear joints, just all bear joints, different different flavors. I just want sa sailor bears. You know what I mean? Get all the sailor bears. You know what I mean? Right. Just like focus on your lane. So it's literally just like everything else in hip hop, except just within the low verse. Huh. However, which way you want to see it pop. <laughs> I mean, the way you're describing it, it's like there's the subcultures within the low culture of like within. No, 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 that's just the facts of this shit. Like, if you're going to go for best dressed low, you best have your best low fit on. Right. Not everybody's low fit on. Your best low fit. You know what I mean? Right. That's what it comes down to. You right. don't just, you know, I, I got with the mannequin hat on, so I'm good. Nah, it don't necessarily work like that. Cause we could all walk out the store looking like the mannequin. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I got a whole bunch of layers. I hear, but it's like saying when people go, "You don't want to be the off the rack guy." Well, in a sense, right? Like the way you piece your shit together might not be like you might have a joint that came out this year that went with four other layers that was, you know right. what I mean? from 2010 and or 2000 fucking two and you built up the fucking layers to where the shit is fucking astronomical like you have a fucking uh, cowboy joint where you only and you miss it mix it with the aztec you have to have knowledge in your low to to do that you can't just do that off the rip you wouldn't even know how to do it off the rip bro i don't even know what you said fully there <laughs> oh shit no it's good it's good because A, all the low heads are going to follow it, but it actually adds to your point. The fact that I do not know what an Aztec makes with this and I could not make this pairing because I don't know what the fuck any... I would just look at the shit and be like, okay. I, and it, you know, like, it, and it, it just goes to add to your point of the depth of the culture of it. And you're not the first person I met, right? Like, Funk will be like really like that. No, Funk, I'll tell you right now, Funk, Funk will probably school me and he will school me on a couple of joints. I won't even lie to you. Like, I, I go into it, but I'm like dope boy going to it. Right. You know what I mean? But Funk is more or less the history. Funk Low would, he could break, like he studied this shit more or less. I didn't study this shit. I'm just, I am what I am. Right. You know what I mean? Like. We've been buying low since a kid. You know what I mean? All the brands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any any of the street brands we got on. But we're like anytime you want to get fresh, that like that one shirt or that one pair of pants, you know what I mean? Just to stand up, you hit the bay up right quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just being real with you. You know what I mean? I mean, like look, as I think that people don't actually know a lot of the culture that they're emulating today. And that's what a lot of people are doing is emulating it. As I understand it, Lowe is now re-releasing a bunch of older cuts and shit. Yeah, and like, been. So, like, there's a lot of stuff happening where people are coming into it now, probably with the I could just buy it mentality. But they, there is this history because, you know, you start talking to people. Again, they can buy in because, you know what I mean, there's people who got vintage pieces. Right, right. Right? So now, people who got vintage pieces and they're on their resale game, Right. So now they gave these other dudes a lane, right? Mm. So now they'll roll up with on you, and it's like, 
yeah, you got a rugby that's from like, you know what I mean? Like 96 or something. But this shit's washed out, let's be honest. You know what I mean? It's washed out. Right. Can you really wear it? So it's really like, because like when you earn it or you get it in a particular way, like it, it really is. It has to be like no bleeds, no, no, no. Whereas this is about like just having the pristine level of. Here, here, here the lingo I'm giving to you. No bleeds and no eats. I don't know what that means. No bleeds and no eats. If it ain't got no bleeds and no eats and the shit is pristine, and we're talking about like a 9.5 out of 10, right. you good. But bleeds is like if the ink was bleeding in certain joints and like you didn't take care of it when you were washing it. So right. like certain inks will bled into the joint. The bleeds is no good. The eats is like when you look at the cuffs of the joint or right. at the bottom and you see it like it's all ripped up and like turned all up and shit. Mm. That's the bleeds and the eats. So if you got bleeds and eats, you can't rate it nine or up. You know what I mean? So, like, it might be a piece of a certain era, but it's like a five or a six out of ten. So, that, just, just because. So no, nobody's selling the vintage that are nines. Is what you're no, saying. they do. They do. But them shits is cheap. It's like 85 bucks. But, like, me personally, because I do, like, a lot of hand stitching shit. So, I'll buy them shits and cut them up for my hand stitching shit. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, I try to sell them pants for, like, $200. Like when I, cause I usually take the shirts and mix them with the pants. You know what I mean? Does that work? I got some cells already. It sounds like it's hard. No, because I don't mind well, hand stitching. Like a, a cool way, cause like I feel like designer jeans are really. Yeah, no, yeah, they're definitely one on ones. Everyone who gets them, they're one on ones. That's you know what I mean? cool. They're one on ones. So like, um, I I do like Levi's joints. I remix Levi's joints. I don't do those for two beans, right? But, like, the polo joints are usually about two beans because what I have to pay for the shirt and the cost of the pants and... Right. But whatever, right? But, yeah. So, you really be just doing everything and you're pushing the music? My um, God. If if I stop now, right, Just just stop and chill, we get all way fast. That's a fact. We get all way fast. Like I'm 38, I'll be 39 this year, God willing. And if I, I know if I stop, I'm just gonna get old. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to get old fast. I want to walk down on it. You know what I mean? I feel. I want to walk down on my age and feel comfortable and know I gave everything to the end. You know what I mean? Like, every step I do. I feel that heavy. Yeah. I mean, I look at it like retirement kills people more than it doesn't. Yeah, and and literally because on the job, I've met a lot of people who's in my profession, and they're like, yo, when I, as, soon as, I, as soon as I got off the truck, back problems, I couldn't walk. Like, they were done, you know what I mean? I got ladies who tell me, yo, my husband did that for years, and soon he was done, he was done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could imagine, like, when you got to work, your body up, like, a deep You're level. just giving, like, lifting pianos and... That's crazy. Like, crazy shit. Word. Like, and I yeah. do this. And, yo, for real, I'm 165 pounds, right? And, like, like on my, on my, on my best, I'm, like, 172. Right. Right? 
and I'm lifting pianos and all that. That's crazy. With just me and my man, just one bow. Yeah, I mean, we're lifting pianos. We do what we got to do. Anything, like big, like anything, you know what I mean? And then I go, I heard about these ladies saying, I didn't hear about it. They told me. You know what I mean? My husband done died. Once he gave up and retired, you know, 67, whatever, he done died two years after. Like, his body just, that's why I just feel like I just got to get his extra push in everything I do. So, like, even if I'm not doing moving, I still got the merch. Right? That's it. I, feel I got like... six kids. My kids are going to have kids. I got to I gotta literally fill my day out with filling my day out. You know what I mean? I do. To the I fullest. feel that. And it's like, because, yo, I feel like I got missions in life. So Gee, yeah. I can stay motivated. And you're going to with... conquer them, too, because you're around positive people. Yeah, that's a fact. I watch your circle, bro. Yeah. Not, not, not like I'm watching you like that. But I watch your circle, right? And I go, yo, this guy, that's why you're that's why you're busting the way you're busting, you're doing your thing. Wait, man, Everyone's man. clapping around you, bro. We when trying. people's clapping around you, it starts making it easier. You understand? When yeah. people ain't clapping around you, now you're fighting. Now you're fighting around that shit. Like, why the fuck ain't people clapping? Mm. But you got that, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't have that, so they struggle with that shit. Think yeah, about that. It's, it's back to that ego thing. I had to work real hard on making my ego get not in the way. But do you think? Do you think just the 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 crowd presence? Yeah, you know I mean the like all the people you had, all the people you met, just basically in the past two years, that every time you seen them, they're tying you on your back. I think that's a lot to do with. Um, not your a ego. Lot of things. That's what I'm saying. It's I got rid of my yeah, ego. But that wasn't about your ego. That was people seeing yourself growth. I think it's also contributing to the bigger culture. Like since anybody's met me since that, like I caught like that CY show. It was last April. That's when, like, to me, April second, like everything opened again. As of that point, I'd already been doing this for a minute. I probably interviewed by the time that for I half that roster. You know, like so. In a lot of ways, I think this has done more for me to get that kind of level of love than anything I could have done with music. In the same way, I think you're giving us a streetwear brand to back. Believe it or not, that's providing us with something because it gives us a unity point that adds more to the bigger picture. I, I don't want to validate nobody. You know what I mean? I'm validating myself. In, in 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 self, you know what I mean? Right. I come out, I support. That's how I'm validating myself. But I tell my I tell my guys, yo, pull up early. We don't know who's going on. You know what I'm saying? Because that first guy to go on doesn't. We don't know when we're going on. We want that same guy to be there. Facts. Clapping when we're going on. That's why I tell everybody that I book with me. I mean, we we try to pull up early just on some. That's what we try to do as early as we could possibly get there. It's a, it's a bigger conversation. I yeah, I can go on for. I've been writing about that a bit because, like, yo, deadass. I think, um, like the quick version is, if your name is on a flyer, you agree to help make that show as successful as possible. I accept the fact that people have kids and lives, and that there will always be things. But Definitely. I think you shouldn't agree to do a show you can't really commit to doing which to me includes going to soundcheck and uh sticking around okay the one thing about soundcheck 
what I did realize in this city, you're pulling up the soundtrack and the DJ's only there at, you know, 15 minutes before the, sh the doors open. That's a big conversation, but... Right? So, so therefore... I've done I don't, I don't. I don't even worry about soundtrack because I don't have no box playing. So here, here's the one thing I, I can have no say about plane. I just I, I'm going in heavy. My I've whole seen team's it happen, and I saw it happen recently where man skipped soundcheck, and there was a problem with his files. Yes, Shit. we've been through that. Yes, and so we, that's the only, even with us, even with us it's personally. The only regulated. reason, if nothing else, at least we, if you we pull sent, up, we sent the music. We sent the music. We've been through all this in the past year, right? Yeah. I'm just talking about regulators ourselves, right? We send the music beforehand. We got it. If we didn't get it, da 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 da. We learn always having your music on a USB, ready to go in MP3 form, not a wave. Will get you clear. Yeah, waves and, are too big. Yes. In an MP3 form. Waves will give the Google file sharing message. Exactly. So uh, if you pull up like that. Also have the backup USB. That's what I'm saying. I, I pull up with my backup USB with everything in the MP3 form. And I tell them, don't plug it in to the motherboard. Plug it into your fucking laptop. Mm. Once you plug it into your laptop, we're good to go. Don't tell me nothing about, oh, I'm not reading off the motherboard. I don't want to hear that. Plug it into your, you know what I mean? I do. good to go. Hey, yo, what's crazy is just on that, sometimes I'll number my files like they tell me to, mm -hmm. and then somehow it gets into the DJ program and it's not in the right order, and I don't know how that happens. But, like, anyway, my whole thoughts on soundcheck, yeah. I do think the DJs need to come early. Anyway, depends on the show, certain shows. Same DJ will pull up real early. Certain shows, same DJ will not because the certain shows that they know about. The, anyway, I don't know how to have this conversation on camera right now. <laughs> it's but, happening. It's happening. I meant like, well, you know, like the reality is that certain promoters come late and certain promoters don't. And it's it is what it is and it's all love. to the promoters. So like I've talked to certain DJs who are like, why am I going to pull up an hour early and then nobody's here to even give me instructions? And mm -hmm. so it gets tied into all of that shit. Either way, soundcheck doesn't work unless everybody comes to soundcheck. It's just a weird, like, it's a philosophy question to me. Like, does it even make sense if five of ten people do soundcheck? Well, it depends, right? It's who's the closer. Yeah, that right? guy needs to do soundcheck. He, because it, who's, who's, who's running up to closing, Right. If you're just getting your shit off and you understand your lane, you know, I'm an opener, I'm this level, that level. Because under, understand timing, right? When the spots actually fill up. Because that's one thing I started watching. I know when I want to go on. I know when I want my team to go on. Right. I don't even want to be at closing. Nobody want to be closing. I haven't I'm, wanted to close. I'm done. I'm done with closing. Nobody want to be on past midnight. I mean, I mean, I I will take a closer and be the headliner. That's different. We've had that two times already, right? And it's been nice. You know what I mean? 
The problem is, is that after Metro's closed, half your crowd is dipping pretty much, much every fucking time. Thank you very Back much. Back in the day when I used to perform, and I've like had moments where I've been like, oh, we're going to put Holden Summertime. first. And I'm like, bro, put me first, please. Let me open your fucking no, show. Not fully no, open. You want to like, be third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I'm telling you. Third's a gab book. No. I've watched a lot of these shows. So sec somewhere between second and third is when the weed smokers start to go outside. And that's when you start to see this trickle effect of in God. and out. If 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 you got pull, right? We've went third, right? We went third and busted so hard, all the weed smokers and everybody went out. So we won't no one will book us third again. Mm. Word. I've already learned that. Right. Right? Now, when I say fourth, fifth, or sixth, it's about when does that person want to go on before you. It all depends on, you know what I mean? We, we, we waited it out. I'm telling you, we waited it out some nights. We waited it out, and we went on like ninth. And we said, yo, now we're pissed. You know what I mean? From the list we got, now we're going on ninth because people already know. Once we go on, People's going outside. They got to smoke. They got to drink. The whole crowd goes outside. And we don't do that on purpose, but it's learning the strategies to this shit. Yeah. I, so uh, when people are booking shows, they're watching their strategy. You understand? They want it to have it to the full capacity that they can have it at. You know what I mean? I wish all the promoters put that much thought into it. It is. I don't Trust believe me. that all the promoters put that much thought My into guy, it. I just sit back. But in one year I watch it all and I go, Nice. But I do believe that the ones that really pay attention to this shit do put some real effort into that. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Everyone's investing into their career at this point. I mean What whether's <laughs> whether whether we're pulling up and doing a free performance or we're paying for it, or we're all investing. Every night we go out, every time we hit the studio, anything, we're investing into our career. Right. Right? So now we go out there and we do this, right? We go, oh, fuck, I could do it better. Because we all do that. I, I know I nitpick at my performances to the point where I just have to do my own. I don't even want to hit up my brethren's and... Be like, oh, you, I don't fuck what you guys did. I just got to worry on self at this point. Right. I fucked up on this bar. I took a breath here when I shouldn't have. Like, I'm one of those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, I watch all them footages after. Like, yeah, like, I'm just going through it all. Capture the footage. And, and then, like, I'm showing my lady. I'm like, yo, Carm, yo, look. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really going through it and she got the footage. I'm like, you see, right there, I shouldn't have fucked up. You know what I mean? But again. I'm worried about self at this point. Right. Which everybody should. To give their best foot forward. Yeah, I mean it's those little points, bro. You're gonna fucking be you're gonna be the best you by watching your footage. And uh Shh. no one else is really gonna chop your footage up and make good promo videos for you. They'll tell you they, they, they'll tell you shit, but they won't give you the real. No, I mean I have a few like, people. Oh, I didn't really like that song. What didn't you like about that song? They don't know. They don't know how to articulate it. What didn't you like about that song? 
You didn't oh, like the whole the, fucking song? Yeah, I go no through. Way. I go through something. I go through where I'll finish a set and get told every one of the songs I performed is somebody's favorite, and I should. It, it's always different. It's never like I'm. I'll be like, yo, I'll have to <coughs> lose weight, but fuck Mary. Mary's so good. Fuck lose weight. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And it's so split. Like people act like, oh, you should. Ju-. No, people are indecisive. If I were to, li- I don't know. But everything I perform, somebody likes. Is. Everything you just gotta focus on who likes it. I'm I'm learning that maybe certain demographics might fuck with certain sounds I do better than other sounds I do. Well, it's mainly like again now when I'm booking the shows, this is what Jimmy told me. You know what I mean? Watch who's on the playlist. You know what I mean? Like you gotta start asking these questions before you're just saying yeah I'm in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I uh... like. All right, I mean, I kind of don't give two fucks. Well. Because I'm it. going to kill it. I kind of is going in to kill it. Snake's I faced going a, in to I kill faced it. a point with that conversation where we started getting feedback from our people, where and this isn't the rappers. We're talking the the fans okay. and their feedback. So this matters because they're the fans, right? Was yo, it's the same people on the same cards every time. Unfortunately, I've seen this show already. I could tell you what everyone's gonna perform. I don't feel it tonight, and it made me go. Oh, I need to change it up more. So it's not so much that it's an issue with, but if like to blend. Yeah. So like it can't just be like I'm trying even with the NAR shits. Like I brought in this girl with a band Mm. because like, yo, I want people to know that like, okay, I'll give you something new. I'll give you something else. That's why like Jay Noir is there this time. Or maybe he's not. He's supposed to confirm it. He was supposed to be on but family shits. Anyway, we, we start hitting up different people because end of the day like i don't want to i already have to be like no offense but i already have to have smoking ink showbiz willie like all these people already all have to be there guilty it's what it is so when you already have that many people regularly coming through i can't then have the same openers i've been with at every fucking blue dog show without no variety because then you know it's the Mm. same show that's the real feedback i think i learned over it and it wasn't about me but when I go to some other show where I don't know anybody on the flyer, I actually walk out with new fans. And when I go to a show where, like, yo, I already met all the girlfriends and I already met all the homies and, like, everybody are Like, it's not that it's bad, but it feels more like going to the club on a Friday night and rapping than it feels like 100% expanding to the fullest of my career potential. Which makes me in some environments want to come back more as the fan in the audience where I can just support people more and perform less at those so I can go find newer places to perform. You know, again, getting love where you come from, you know, and doing your due diligence in the city is always going to be one thing, right? Yeah. A lot of comedians, a lot of actors and so on and so forth they try their traits in small venues over and over again thousand times over and over again right what makes this any different it's not it's not i there's, just there's no difference there needs bro. to be a blend of it is what definitely I'm but you know what i mean tapping in contacting other artists french artists uh, Arabic artists, people who's just willing Yo, to work, facts. bro. Yo, that's a, you said French artists is a big point. 
I don't really see enough effort on on our end to bring the French chat out. I, I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna try. Like I got one show set up for April fifteenth. You know what I mean? Yeah. The episode. You know what I mean? Number one, sport of hip hop. Trying to get that going. If that works fully, my guy, I'm gonna show you the proper expansion of bringing everyone together. You understand? But on on a cool vibe, you know what I mean? On a cool vibe, if everyone's bars and sound could work together, that's it's going to be on the episodes. Episode one, two, three, four, five, for the sport of hip hop, man. So I'm trying. You know, the same way you're trying your Nars, right? Yeah. Different venues. Where can we set up, or where can we make the next spot popping? That we don't have to say, oh, well, we at Blue Dog again. We at Belmont. We at you know what I mean? Because like, don't get me let's, wrong. Let's I am, build. I don't want to like leave it. I'm just no, saying. I'm not leaving it. I, I, that's personally. not the, the goal. It's not about leaving it. It's about I want to see like a cycle of different things. I definitely agree with you, and I really feel. Blue Dogs is a good stepping stone. Great. You know how much people you bring through there? And they're like, wow, this is really going on. Yeah, it's going on right here. And imagine, I've only been there a year doing it consistently, right? For all the people who's been doing it at that same spot. Yeah, it's basically been... And imagine their their growth and everything that they've gotten just off going there as much as they could. And, like, I think Blue Dog is, like, where a lot of things need to keep happening. I just think well, that... What, well, mine? No, but... I, oh, the whole strip, bro. I'm going to say... Strip. My, my point is we need to not just be on St. Laurent. Honestly, that's my biggest issue. No. So when I see, like, other parts of town popping off a bit it kind of makes me excited okay look bay matthew that shit's hard i went over there <coughs> that shit's hard though chef ramble brought me over there for a show i said yo when i seen that venue i said this is this the next spot i want to be i got to perform at a rave there yeah like freestyling over the rave bro they had this stargate ass set up on the yo. stage and shit bro it's the coolest shit ever upstairs yeah in the, the pool. swimming pool yeah. yeah i got to freestyle on the pool part and then they have another room downstairs dope that's like fucking cra- yo I, I yo you see bay matthew bro i i hear what you're saying you gotta branch out so it's it's like but i also want blue dog because personally it's like where i kind of like pulling up yeah no it's the whole strip vibe though it's the strip it's yeah saint, it's saint laurent's the whole vibe you know what I mean? When they have the windows open and they have the patio all front. Yo, MCO just They're made a really them. good fucking point where it is maybe hard at Blue Dog uh, is that we need the other pillars of hip-hop involved in shows more. Where we do have DJs and we do have art- artists, there is something to be said about, I believe the Drug Profit show is going to have live painting. And live painting and having that kind of element added, whether it's graph or just painting. They brought me. it to the Regulators Barbecue, I can't lie. And the kids love it. It's yo, my first you know ever I mean? show ever, ever that I Everybody performed. loves the live art. 
right, I, I've so incorporated cool. it so much into my own brand that like yeah. it's just like yo my first Salute ever show profits. there was this chick Sharon Epic and she used to go to all the shows mm-hmm. and she would paint the people on the stage as they were performing so this is uh, one picture and there's this little car and it's me and you could tell it's me if you know me and it's still it still kind of looked like me when I was doing my spiky hair shit and like yo for my life that show is extra special because there was live painting and like you know in a sense it has that thing but really we all don't have dancers and dancing is what we really missing at this shit yeah and and that's that's one thing that you know mass has been saying he's like that's why mass went to the whole hands-free he has the headset because he mm. wants to more interact with the crowd i like it i do you know like I mean? it like he, he's like yo what is this we got to be stuck on the mic we can't no hands-free you know what i mean salute mass you know what i mean you gotta you gotta t- you gotta take chances Mm. Got to take chances. You got to be. We're all taking chances every single day. Facts. I mean, we just, we put what you put your time into. If you value time at money, you put your time into is like I look at it like yo. When people talk about costs, I like to put my time at twenty five to thirty an hour, and then calculate cost with time mm-hmm. included, because that's when you start to really see the cost of things. Because if not that time, you could have gone and hustled that kind of money. So therefore, if you're doing housework. That has a, a cost attached to it that most people don't ever plan for, which is the hidden cost of owning houses, in my opinion. Mm. Like it's included in some of that shit, or it's how you're supposed to like structure a business, right? Because one day you, you, but also let's say you're mad successful, forth. now you have to replace literally yourself. That's a whole uh, you're doing you're doing roles. So like the part where you do your own customer service and answer, that's a job somebody gonna do one day. And so if you don't know how much time it takes and how much, you know, like it's really just about good project management, I think, to mm. like value time as money so that you equate time appropriately. I'm garbage at it in my personal life, but at a conceptual level, I totally get the shit. Hmm. And uh, it's really helped me pursue passion projects that are going to have long term ROI rather than short term ROI. Yeah, well. I mean, at the end of the day, that's like, you know what I mean? That's a lot of people ain't even thinking about that. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a lot fair. of their, a lot of their energy is more of like uh, public uh, perception, right? I'm just trying to write a book one day. I got it in my head. No, bro, you can start writing a book right nah. now. Nah, like you're like hold one on. day. I'm, I'm doing no, cause I want to write a particular book that's based on Montreal hip hop history, and this mm. this this interview is part of the capturing of the knowledge that I'm so in a sense I am but if you look at this shit it comes with years and years and years of learning or you ain't you can't be taught I can't be talking I'm not qualified so I have to talk to person after person after person and get the story so I can make one of them fucking boards one day and really do the due diligence etc then I could write the yo cuz I want to do that for Montreal English hip hop history because I think it's so interesting. And the more I do this, the more like I didn't even know Jimmy D moved like that back in the day. Like I didn't know how involved he is. He's this guy that appeared one day. Like I know a bit, but he appeared one day in my life. Right. I don't know who he is because it's Jimmy D. Nicholas Craven said, you better know who the fuck he is. He's somebody you should have on your show. It's a fact. We'll do that soon. Um, and you know like all of that bomb bomb jimmy d but then the more i hear about jimmy d 
the more illustrious he becomes as this character because he does come up and people do talk about him and you start hearing so it's like people are like he, people's he, like pokemon is, no point intended he, he is the bridge and a lot of gap a lot of shit i believe that but yeah right now i think um on west side west side english anglophone you you got to come across jimmy d you know what i mean as well as you're coming across regulators and all that yeah, I mean, it's all collective. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all collective. But you're not going to, you can't bring up West Side Anglophone without saying Jimmy D. That's just bottom line. It just, it, it, it goes with the conversation. I want someone to, to say, no, of course you can. No, you can't. You know what's wild is his name hasn't come up enough then. That's another way I'm to put it. I'm telling you. However, which you know, what I mean, the balance to, to the joint, right? Because that's where, like, I get curious. It's like you start, you hear snippets, and then everyone's got their version and how they see it. So it's my just... guy, he got a fan base. You know, what I mean, he got so much love here that he got a fan base elsewhere. That's mm -hmm. the difference. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Where if you don't got love where you come from, then you ain't gonna bust, right? Because you got love on West Side, you got love on East Side, you got love uh, North Shore, South Shore. Name it. Jimmy got love right here in the city. And I'm unbiased with this shit. You know what I mean? Like Blicky, Blicky got love right here in the city. The fact that Blicky's out there in, in Toronto and all that, he got love right here. You know what I mean? Right. Right here. He's good. And that's why he's good elsewhere. Because right here in his city, he's good. Right. Shop, you know what I mean? He's, He's good. good right here. He's good to go elsewhere. You know what I mean? So basically, you, you can't run from your home. You have to be good you, at home. You, basically, you shouldn't and be running you, from your and home. And if you look at Husser, he's so good that... Oh! Oh! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Salute, Husser. I, I forgot... Uh, you know, I've been name dropping Yo, probably the whole time. ZLD, whole shout bunch out of rappers. Deep. Husser, baby. No, Husser, because based on what you're saying, Husser's so good, he's throwing charity events in the hood, putting them oh, for everyone. Oh, my fuck. Yo, this guy goes across Canada doing basketball tournaments. It's crazy to see what he's up he's to. He's stupid with it. He, like... He's stupid. I think, Yo, shout out Nate. You know what I mean? I think the fact that it's on so focused on... This community really stuff like, and it's sincere like he just really be trying to give back on some real shit and that to me is a lot of what made me get into his music to be honest but um word and i think that's what makes it where like who can say bad about him right now what are you gonna Sound say like it's promote positivity b mm. you know what i mean like it doesn't matter if it's not your bag but you could promote it. Facts. You could promote it. You could say, yo, he's getting it. It has none to do with it. It ain't taking nothing from me. Taking nothing from you or anybody out there to say, yo, that guy's getting it. That, yo, Brooks get him. That was hard. Brooks get him's hurting him. Yo, she's, she's hurting him hard. I met her the other night. She did. She killed that set. And then I saw that other verse she did. Otherwise, I didn't know who she was before that. G, like, yo, it takes nothing from you to shout out people. You know what I mean? Brooks is getting them. You but know what I mean? But she is. Word. 
You know what I mean? Like, Batty? I've seen Batty, yeah. I seen Batty perform up there at Belmont. She's getting them. Fat. Yo. Hard. Uh, it's yo, just hard. You know, it's just okay, nice. When you bring up people like Batty, it's not that she's getting them. She's a baddie coming with a bunch of baddies to the front of the stage when she's on stage. It's uh, a whole experience when some of these girls be up. Like, uh, this bird two uh, times girl. <clears throat> All right, what about Chung? Yo, I like Chung a lot. Chung? Chung, yeah, Chung, 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 Chung Chung's like, him. But Chung be like on that, like... Chung's cooking him. She, she got this, bars. But it's more than the bars, right? Because for me, it's the delivery. It's the nonchalance that she dances on that beat. Like, she, she really has that... It's easy to her. But, like, you can just tell, like, there's a finesse. Nice. Like, a, I almost think she doesn't give a fuck what you think at a deeper level. That's what makes it nice. That's I like love that, 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 that Foxy Brown <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? I'm giving to you what I'm giving to you. And I think Ooh, she got good. a vibe to it. Montreal's popping, bro. I feel like... Come, come, come. Absolutely. From Montreal? Absolutely. Montreal. Bro, and yeah. Skin and deep's over here. Skin deep, deep fucking my guy. Can this I guy. get a beat, bro? You got my email, bro. Come on, skin deep. We clap up for skin deep. Come this on, this man nah. be like crushing the podcasting game, the toy game, the fucking everything game. He be doing all kinds of shit out there. Your there you go. And like, he said, yes, you can. Bang bang. And like, I fucks with it all. I'm working on some right now. That's lit. <clears throat> I like the idea of somebody working on beats while the podcast on. That's a hard yeah, idea. Yeah, dog. We're out here cooking, dog. This is a good fucking interview. Thank I, you for inviting me up here, bro. Facts. Like, I, I appreciate really, it. I, I appreciate you, bro. No, I mean, for me, like I said, I don't know a lot of things. And so, like, I feel like just the amount of knowledge you gave me in terms of the history, I might, your experiences, I mean, if anybody, all that if, shit, if, if it's so valuable. If anybody wants to call me, call me out and say I'm wrong on anything, is cool because that's their opinion, right? Because I know I got my truth, and anything I, I gave you right now is truthful. There, there is one time, one time that I did get a phone call after yeah. the interview to get it fact checked. I'm not gonna say names, but there is a one two people who is not afraid to be like, let me correct the history on that shit. <laughs> I'm like, say no word. problem. And anything on I, my I, joint, I don't believe that's gonna happen. Here. No, no. If anything on my joint, if people want to fact check anything. I'm down to do a part two to this joint. Well, we're going to have to do a part two because let's say a year you from got now, it. You you're going to have it. done so much more shit. Dead ass. Gee, this is like, light cause, work, bro. Because you guys be... No, but like, look, the people who really move across a year, right? Like, I'm sure by this time next year alone, you're going to have just done that many more shows, had that many more experiences, You want to hear the crazy part? In the, in the whole time of last year, Right. With just the shows we have booked and the shows we did, we already did 66% of the shows that we did in only three months. From what I have booked mm. and what we did last year. So you're like, you already leveled I'm up. I'm already up. You guys got like some, some like good live performance joints. I don't know how else to put it. Like, I haven't really heard, I, I haven't ever really sat there and bumped it, right? Like, it's not like I've really. No, no, because we didn't release it. You know? That's why, right? So it's like this, it's it's a crazy experience because everyone else's music, I can go listen to. But if I want to hear that, if fuck, Brad. Cops rush. Actually, only fucking, way I bust, Brad. I'm just like, if I want to hear that it. shit, I got to yeah. go to the show. Like, yo, I never really. 
like I never really had that experience before where I really wanted to bump somebody's joint. And it's literally the only way I can hear it is to go to the show because the shit's not out. Because this is the Barry Gordy flow. Mm. You gotta test the shit. I just never did none of that shit. I just walked in with shit. Barry Gordy flow. (laughs) Shit, Lose Weight came out in 2020. Yeah. yeah there's no fucking it was the middle of covid and shit so it was back when like when you're filming music like music oh, video man. i shot it by myself because there was like middle of covid and shit um and then what are you gonna do like there was no shows there was like i did perform it i guess a one two time but then i performed it and it was like oh fuck people be saying that shit to me everywhere i go but that shit's a two-year-old track for me like you know like mm. it's a crazy idea that like you're at that yeah. So, like, it's only recently. Actually, the shit I got with Skin Deep is, like, one of the first joints I ever really tried performing in that, that like, that, phase that, of that it. That same track that you're referencing right now, right, is, like, five years old right now. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a five good Five years track, old. Though. Me and Master, we've been had that. It's mm, a good song. I should get had, stuck in my head. We've been had that in the back. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, like, four or five years old right now. Yo, it goes to say a lot about songs, though. Sometimes people be worried a hell of a lot about when a song nah, come out. Nah. When it busts, it busts. It could, it could come out. And especially in this era, motherfuckers yeah, yeah, would be yeah. like, bro, I don't give a shit if it dropped in 1996. It's my fucking joint Gee, now. when that shit knock, bro. Like, li- literally, we, we do our whole set, and we see the whole crowd, like, getting anxious for it. They want that one track. You know what I mean? No, I've dead ass like, sat Like, literally, like, you, you want to dead that track. You can't. I don't think it can. We can't. I didn't perform because we didn't release it yet. But Once we release it, no, you still and, and you're then still perform it for a year. Yeah, then we could dead it. Maybe but we haven't even released it yet. Because yo, even then, man, you're gonna have people walk up to you and be like, "Cops running, only way, niggas stay jazzed yo, up I, like Stockton." Yo, niggas go crazy for that one, bro. I don't. I I I get it. I know I didn't perform lose weight one time, and the promoter was so disappointed in me. He was like. I just wanted to see it. And I'm like, I mean, I'm just trying to prove I got other joints. And he's like, lose weight, bro. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, ah. (laughs) Like, honestly, uh, the ADHD for Chrome. Yeah, that shit. When when he does that one, I'm like, yeah. Shut up, audiophile. When he comes in with that one, I go, okay, okay, he's in his bag. Because it's getting better and better each performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Chris is, Chris is on it. I like that new one we got. That's going to be my new favorite one that we perform. Um, uh, I don't know if you were at the Killer Pre show. That's basically no, the time we did it. Um, we'll inevitably do it again, yeah? I'm sure. Yeah, whenever. I think, I think whenever, we did it at the Jeru show. Well, he rushed the stage. Chris came on, and then the yeah. second joint we did. Where okay. We got, yeah, that, yeah. That's my new favorite song from Yeah, yeah I should just... Chris caught the the line, trying to poke a ball a vibe. And I'm like, that's the hardest bar for this era. Because poke a ball is like catch a vibe. Yeah. And it just taps in. Because everybody plays. Yo, you go young. People like Pokemon. I don't care who you is. We all grew up on that shit. You may have, ju- you may have just missed it. But broski, like Pokemon be heavy in the culture. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm original. Like my last, before I jump off the porch, right? My last grip of of childhood was uh pogs pogs is fun and um uh the original power rangers because mm. right after that like 
I was kind of I jumped off the porch. That's fair. Right after that, so it was like '97. But um, I definitely '98. Yeah, I saw you at the Paul Wall show you had at Energy Man. Yo, you were there, Audio File. That's lit. I had no idea. Paul Wall. Yeah, he was at the Paul Wall show. I if I met you, my bad. I did not recognize you. <laughs> that it's happened. Going in, not no, me. but I know Audio Phil. Um, from like I've seen him on Twitch a whole bunch. But yo, that Pokeballa vibe thing, yo, I just pictured a merch, bro. It's a Pokeball, and it just says vibe. I that's gonna sell, bro. It's done, and it's attached to the song. It's over. I just see the opportunity in that shit. At Jeru show, right? We performed it at Jeru. Bye. Did you see his merch? Yeah, I loved it. It's nice. The Nintendo controller playing yourself. Yeah, oh. I really liked it. Oh. And he had it on it the next night. And yeah. it's, it's like he really knows what the fuck is up with it. But yeah, um, it is 10.30, I guess, eh? But is it really? Yeah, it is. Fuck, we really did that. Yeah, it's three hours now. We've been live for three hours. Oh, shit. So, yo, I appreciate you coming through. It seems like it's a good point. We'll, we'll definitely do a part two. Facts. Yeah, I mean? I mean, Peace I appreciate love. this yeah, chat. I mean? Gotta do the whole wrap up thing. So thank y'all for coming through. Um, all of you watching that pulled up for it. Um, appreciate every one of you. Um, I didn't, I don't even know it was on Facebook. I didn't check the live ones. You can cop the merch if you haven't seen the green joints yet. They're fucking hard. They're like they're really. Chris is obsessed with his one. I'm telling you. You're getting yours. You're getting yours. Don't worry. Trust my bad, my guy. I meant I'm not to bring even stressing it. Um, but uh, I was just plugging it because Chris no is doubt, yeah, obsessed no with doubt, that motherfucker. Um, and then, yo, if you fucks what we do and you're watching this in the future, make sure to subscribe, like, and all that shit. And then patreon.com slash behind that suit. I know I forgot to update the ticker and it says pickles or no pickles, but you can fucking go to patreon.com slash behind that suit and show love there. And if you do want that pickle merch, pro anti pickle, no and we got pickles. a third one coming. That's like a blend of the I two fuck for with you pickles. undecided fuckers out there. Um, y'all could like get your appropriate pickle clothing items in the future yeah. and i think that's about it make sure you follow 730 his uh insta is gonna be landmine visionary yeah you know what i mean and check me out at regulators mtl facts and you get some entertaining ass content there this man is not afraid to be himself and it's worth following and i think that's about it so i appreciate everyone out there live long and prosper everyone and now i'm gonna go Thank you.